you know, here. What's up? I was thinking about something. What were you thinking about, bro? I was thinking about what's going on in the earth, right? What's happening in our minds? Yeah. Oh. And I wondered, why does it matter? We're about to find out. <laughs> Holy find shit. Out. Ready? Ready. Let's <laughs> get it. Welcome to Earth, Mind, and Matter. He said, fuck it. Let's talk about albums. He said, let's talk about some movies and some fucking comics. This week in the universe, across the internet. So what's up, Javi? What's going on, Frankie? Oh, shit. So I got to take a shit. Oh, wait, hold on. Nice. Do you want to just like run the intro while I go take a shit? Yeah, real quick? yeah. and we could just put, do the whole podcast while I take a shit. Oh, I mean, I don't know if the cable is long enough to make it to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but I can just yell from the bathroom. We could just move the bathroom here. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, so should yeah. I get diapers? Diapers is, is underrated. I think so. Think you, about it. Well, how many times have you missed a precious moment because you have to go use the bathroom? I know. You know? Like, <laughs> it, I, sometimes I think about the week that I had the flu uh-huh. and I was just sick for a week. Yeah. And all I did was just lay on the couch and uh-huh. played Breath of the Wild. And then every time you have to pause to go pee or take a shit, can my, I have diapers? My week could have been so much more better if I could just not get up from the couch. You know what has to happen? Someone just has to make diapers sexy again. Because they were sexy before. Not on babies. <laughs> I was going to say, careful with what you're saying there, buddy. <laughs> Not on babies. <laughs> They're disgusting on babies. Fuck babies. <laughs> but don't fuck babies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking. Well, somebody had to make uh, diapers sexy before. I'm sure it's a fetish. Um, I, I'm sure. <laughs> God damn. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that fetish. Fetish is here. Bro. Look, I'm. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go take a shit. All right. So I'm gonna just yell. All right. From like. From like. All right. Over here. Got you. You taking a shit right now? Yeah. Tell me when the process. Tell me when you're turtle heading. So, okay. <laughs> you might hear me strain a bit. Alright. Uh, I'm strain with you. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh-huh. It I it's not coming out. It's not you constipated? Yeah. You gotta eat some fiber in your diet. I had mini wheats this morning. Just mini wheats? Just mini wheats. <laughs> no milk? No milk. No spoon? No spoon. Damn. <laughs> did you eat it like a dog? Should you, you, know you, what? you know what? <laughs> Just keep it in there, bro. I'll try and take a shit later. Just, just keep it in there. It, it, it helps the momentum. May, maybe maybe it's not time. Maybe it's not time. Maybe it's not shit. Maybe it's a piss. You know, <laughs> I, I think I know the difference. I'm not an idiot, Frankie. Thank you. Somebody, but but so, you, you know what it is time for? What's, what's it time for? To talk about what's going on in the earth. What's in our minds. And this is why it matters. This is earth, mind, and diapers. <laughs> 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 so real quick some a wise man once said i think it was a comedian Arthur fear they were like uh shitting from your ass is a major flaw in the in the human body right well, you that's know why kim jong-un doesn't do it that's what i'm saying he's perfect <laughs> <laughs> and that shitting from your foot would be better right okay because imagine you shit from your foot and then you just wipe it on the floor you know yeah, you just <laughs> but it's like then your foot would just be dirty yeah but you could just put it in a puddle <laughs> I mean, but puddles are also dirty. Just put it in a clean puddle. <laughs> How do you dictate a clean puddle? You create one when you have to get a water bottle. You dig a hole, cleanse the hole. Put you some don't water know the science it. behind it, buddy. I, I, you ain't. I, I'm seeing right through you. Toe tissue paper. Come on, bro. Sock, sock, disposable socks. You know how much socks I have at home, man. Too much. Too much. Disposable socks. socks. You know, aren't all socks disposable? Isn't everything disposable? 
No. Not babies. Not love. <laughs> In the eyes of an angel. <laughs> Please adopt. Please adopt. Please adopt these. And yeah, yeah. He, uh, D's is a is a Yorker, Yorkie Terry. Yorkie Terry. I'm a, I have a um, Yorkie Terry at home. Peanut. Yeah, uh, well, I'm talking about D's <laughs> right now. Okay. Oh, the kid. No, the dog. What you, <laughs> my guy, you don't you don't know what we're selling here. We're selling dogs and diapers and oh, and mini oh weeds. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You know what? What's up? Let, let's let's get the show back on the rails. Before we do that, I'm yeah. gonna just do a little. We're drinking Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi because I'm on a diet, which is why I only ate mini wheats. And my name is Pepsi. <laughs> when when did you change your name? It's because of the whole revolution uh, in Ukraine. You know? Oh, I'm in uh, I'm in cahoots with Russia. You get oh, me? Oh, so so what? Like Russia and Pepsi are ha- doing something diabolical or something? Like because they're in cahoots, I'm in cahoots with them. But okay. I'm also running a lot, so I'm Diet Pepsi. And everybody okay. knows Pepsi's better than Coke. I mean, arguable. Arguable. I'm. I'm just kidding. Coke is way better. If you if you heard that and you were like, "Yeah, go fuck yourself." Coke is way <laughs> better. <laughs> way better. Vanilla Coke, Cherry Coke, regular Coke. I had Star Coke the other day. Star Coke. Star Coke. I swear to God, when I was at the I was at the grocery store, I was just there. <laughs> just walking. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna stroll in through yeah, here. Yeah. See what's up. It's a little Korean spot uh, next to my house. Pretty dope. They got good beer. I tried this. I'm going so many b holes, right? But they have this pineapple beer. It's delicious. Like, like a what's it called? Not a marinade. <laughs> fuck, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. Fermented. Fermented. No, <laughs> the, like you know when it's an apple beer, but it's not called that. It's called uh, a cider. A cider. So I had a pineapple cider. But then I was going by the Coke section, and I was like, oh, let me check out the new cokes they have. <laughs> and it said star flavor. And I was like, what the fuck? So I bought it. <laughs> Does it taste like Lady Gaga? It tastes like Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> oh my god! What a great game too. That's a I, great... I never got to play Super oh, Mario Galaxy. Man. I missed out on it. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the Mario 3D All Stars game oh, so I can should. play Galaxy on it. I have Mario 3D All Stars, bro, but I downloaded it, so I can't lend it to you. Uh, so, so you're a scumbag, is what <laughs> yeah. you're telling me. I mean, you could have just lent me your Switch if you were a real friend. You know what? I'm gonna just fucking make a podcast with someone who wants me to borrow their Switch. All right. <laughs> Do that shit, bro. Joe, I'm calling you jo- out. Um, Henry. I know. I don't know if you listen, Henry. <laughs> so, but if you do, contact me. Then I know you're a real one. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go. I'll just do a podcast with Xavier. Oh, fuck that guy. That guy is a scumbag, bro. Scum. <laughs> no worries. But uh, I just, in comparison to him, I'll just seem better. You get me? So it, it's like um, the cheerleader effect? No. It's, what's that? Oh, like the ugly friend to the beautiful friend? Yeah. I didn't know it was a cheerleader effect. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called the cheerleader effect. I think I, it's just called contrast. <laughs> I, I think I got that from How I Met Your Mother. That's a, that's a good show. I never got to finish the end of it. I only got to finish um, like the first three, four seasons, five, six seasons. I, I finished all that show. It's a good Love show. It. It's, a good, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun for the whole family. It, you know, there are definitely a lot of questionable things, like, in retrospect, where I'm like, wow, it, you know, I can't believe they got away with this on yeah, TV. Like Barney, like, right? That's like, his name? Like, yeah, pretty much yeah. almost everything Barney does. Yeah. And, like, honestly, Ted's kind of a stalker, too. Yeah, they're all scumbags, right? except <laughs> like, Marshall. Marshall's, uh, Marshall's, like, the yeah, only good guy. He's just an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is pretty interesting. Then, then we, You ever heard about the schematic they use to make all those shows? Uh, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, and a whole bunch of other ones. 
No. So they use the same, let's say, format. Uh, and they all basically have this idea that they have a group of friends that interlock with one another, like date each other and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's like this one and this one and this one. I guess, like, think about friends, right? Joey would be Barney. Yeah, like archetypes. Yeah, yeah. And then Rachel and, and Ross would be Ted and the, the other girl, what's her name? The uh, main girl? Uh, um, uh, Fuck, what's her name? You know, Robin. the redhead. Robin, Robin. Or Oh, the redhead is no, Lily. No, no, but like Ted to Robin would be Rachel and Ross. And yeah. then Chandler and Rachel, Monica mm -hmm. would be Marshall and, and Lily. And Lily. Yeah. And so like that whole thing is a, apparently a whole schematic to create a show. So, I mean, it you know? doesn't surprise me. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a sitcom. Like all sitcoms are, are kind of like... Sort of structured that way, one way or another. Thanks for sharing my fun fact, Javi. No problem, man. I'm here all week. Oh, yeah, that's that's really what you know. It's not that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for trying. You know, you can try again, Frankie, but next time, please raise your hand. All right, hey, that's fine. You, you're right. Mini we Taz. <laughs> Cheers. 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 I had a beer in yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, nah, I had a beer in a while. <laughs> all right. Well, we're here. So, so what's up? I don't have any notes. <laughs> Fuck it though. We just talked about Super Mario Galaxy, How Much Am I There, <laughs> and Mini Wheats. I'll do it, bro. <laughs> what's up? So, Hitler was a vegetarian. Oh yeah, was yeah, he? I swear. He was also a Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, anybody that loves dinosaurs is what's it called? Uh, Jewphobic. <laughs> what's the, what's the word for it? Jewphobic. Uh, <laughs> Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hitler was a vegetarian though. It's crazy, right? And I don't believe it. You want me to look it up? <laughs> look it up. I, I had all the time to look it up before the show started. Look it up because Hitler being a vegetarian, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> oh, let's see. Was Hitler a vegetarian? And Google says near the end of his life, Adolf Hitler, 1889 to 1945, followed the vegetarian diet. It is not clear when or why he adopted it, since some accounts of his dietary habits prior to the Second World War indicate that he consumed meat as late as 1937. But he farted a lot too. That's true also. Like he farted OD. He had, he had like a bad gas problem. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to the triceratops that he was. <laughs> you know what I say to that? What? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, man. Raise your hand next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should get those flashbacks to school. <laughs> the, the only, the first time I ever got upset at my teacher, let me raise my hand first. Okay, right. okay, go ahead, Frankie. <laughs> like, the first time I got upset at my a teacher ever was that she she basically end of the day. And I'm not talking. And she's like, hey, Frankie, stop talking. I'm like, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, no, nah, I wasn't talking, though. And she was like, oh, yeah? I was like, yeah. <laughs> End the conversation. <laughs> I was upset, man. <laughs> I was I was really upset. <laughs> well, well, if you're getting flashbacks to school, this is yeah. perfect for today's episode. Oh, because shit. you'll have another flashback later, I promise. Oh, shit. What's up? So mm -hmm. this is what we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. This... It has kind of been rising up in the news recently here and there. Yeah. Um, I feel like it should be talked about a little bit more, though. Okay. Put a little more focus on it. But I'll read the headline for you. Mm -hmm. Zaslav's first movie crisis. 
What to do with Ezra Miller, the erratic star of Warner Bros. $200 million Flash franchise launch. Mm. So that's going to be the first story we, we dive into. Okay. I did not see any of that in the news lately. So, I, you know, I'm not... I really don't. Oh, we got the cops. Oh, oh, oh. We're just filming. <laughs> officer. <laughs> officer, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, hey, you guys, before you do anything, raise your hands. <laughs> 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 I hope they picked up the siren. If they don't, we just hold it. <laughs> oh, no, it, it definitely got the yeah. siren. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, but. That's the first topic. Okay. Uh, I'm not super into talking about celebrities or anything, but okay. he's doing some pretty shady shit. Gotcha. I don't even like, know who yeah. that is, to be honest with you. Um, Interesting. Yeah, man. But maybe I do if you like elaborate. But mm. you said Ezra. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. No idea. We'll have a good conversation about it. I believe it. <laughs> Next topic. The headline reads, Massachusetts school can no longer be called Catholic after flying Black Lives Matter and Pride flags. I read about Bishop this. Says. I didn't read the story. I just read it. I saw the headline. I was like, ha. Huh. <laughs> uh, and then for the third topic i'll just save it for when we get to all right, it, it, all right, it nice. it's it's you know it's, it's crazy flashbacks. Oh, okay oh <laughs> you know fucking war and shit war uh, yeah. pepsi <laughs> i you know you you remember um the the kylie jenner I remember the picture of Kylie Jenner where she's standing in front of the tank in (laughs) Vietnam. Yeah, she gives a Pepsi and everything is fixed. What an idiot. (laughs) Now, it was the commercial with the protesters. She gave a Pepsi and everything's okay now. (laughs) She should have gone to the George Floyd protest. (laughs) You know, I'll just say this. Uh, This is my my sell to you to watch The Boys because it's a great show. The Boys. They just just did a joke uh, Mm. on that Kylie Jenner Pepsi thing in the last episode. Uh fucking great that it, I, that show is such a satire it's beautiful you ever seen the good boys or good boys with by seth rogan he produced something the good boys yeah no, i don't it, think so i got some backlash because they blackface some kid like they had some kid in blackface oh. and apparently seth rogan had no idea about it and he, he said sorry about it still a good fucking movie bro <laughs> like one of the funniest movies i've seen in the past oh decade. wait the good boys yeah wait, the one about the middle schoolers yeah and they want to like get like they have like drugs at the at one yes. point yo bro okay, I did that see movie's that. funny as fuck I did see that one <laughs> yeah and then they have the kid open up the spoiler they have the kid open the door and he has like a dildo in his hand or it's like a sex swing or some shit like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright alright let's talk about Earth My Matter stuff <laughs> what's up Javi so to get into it Oh, and you know, well, mm. again, if you don't know what's happening before, after we're done with the news topics, we'll oh, yeah. get into the AMC section. Uh-huh. Albums, movies, comics. But we'll get onto that later on. Mm-hmm. But to get into it for yeah. real. <laughs> for real. This for realsies. <laughs> for realsies. So we're going to be talking. Anyway. About, like, no. Okay. Well, what's going on? <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing. You didn't raise your hand. Yeah, I know, are, bro. Are, you, are you okay? <laughs> I thought it must, I raised It must have been an emergency. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> No, no, that's nothing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I can continue? You can continue. You can okay. Continue. I swear to God. Okay. I swear to God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> so mm-hmm. before I get into the the things that are happening now, we're going to go through the timeline of what Ezra Miller has been doing throughout his career. Gotcha. He's an actor. Um, and, uh, he started off with a role called, uh, we need to talk about Kevin. I'll touch on that a little bit later, but he's also been in other movies like the perks of being a wallflower, Mm. uh, the Stanford prison experiment. Oh, I saw that movie. That's a good movie. And very recently, uh, his most high profile role has, uh, 
is has become being the Flash in mm. the DC Universe movies. A lot of people are like, oh, what about the show? Was he in the show? No, that's oh, okay. uh, Grant Gustin. Gotcha. I have his picture here, but that's about it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also goes by uh, non-binary. Uh, okay. Um, and there's another person that we'll be talking with that also goes by non-binary, but I'll call that out. So do we call him they? Like yeah, they? He, okay. they, uh, they both uh, of them go by they then. Gotcha. So Ezra Miller and they. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but like I said, we're going to go through a little timeline. Uh, the very first thing that happened, I think was in 2011. I didn't write this down cause it's not super important, but he got caught with like 20 grams of weed in an airport in like in Pittsburgh. Big deal. Big deal. So I was just like, okay. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I was shoot, like, oh, shoot, right. shoot them. Shoot them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get that shit right. You know, <laughs> but after that, mm-hmm. we fast forward to 2020. Mm-hmm. You might have pro- possibly heard of this or seen this. Uh, this happened on April 1st of 2020. Are you joking with me, though? Get it, because April Fool's. <laughs> Did you raise your hand? Did- like, I had to throw it in there, bro. It's a hilarious joke. I'm sure many people laughed. I'm sure many people laughed. <laughs> Do you see me laughing, though? I don't. Unfortunately, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so I, we're, we're going to continue with the show now? Anyways. <laughs> what the fuck? It's the worst idea to sit here like that. <laughs> they go down the wrong tube. I don't even know, man. That shit just hurt. <laughs> For those that are listening, that shit hurt. <laughs> I sipped the beer and it just didn't. I'm not sipping it no more. <laughs> April 1st. <laughs> uh, so around 6 p.m. in Iceland, I'm not going to even try and pronounce the place in Iceland. Can, can I try? You have it written down? I do. It's It's right there. Where it my thumb was. Reykjavik. Of course. Nice with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened over there in, uh-huh. Re- in Re- Reykjavik. Reykjavik for our Iceland fans. And that Ezra Miller was at a trendy bar called Precus Cafius. Mm-hmm. And uh, while he was there, he was confronted by a group of eager fans who were quite pushy. Mm-hmm. And Miller lost his shit with one woman in particular and began to choke her and throw her down onto the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? No way. <laughs> there's, there's a video of this. Oh, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. But it, continue. It's a seven second video. Uh-huh. And the person filming, he's is kind of like, what, like, what the fuck are you doing, Ezra? Everyone's kind of smiling at first, even as the girl, like, even as he puts his hands around the girl, yeah. she's still kind of smiling. And by the time that she's starting to go down, like the guy that recording is like, whoa, bro. And yeah, like, true. The, can't the, say bro. Can't say, yo. Well, that's what he said. <laughs> Literally have it written down. I'm just abiding the, the rules. <laughs> he, well, he wasn't. Okay. I'm looking at the video now. Oh, shit. So he puts his hand on her, on her neck and then he slams her. He's wearing a red coat. Damn. It's a really short video. That's crazy, though. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's real quick. We don't really know what happened afterwards, mm-hmm. except for the fact that the bar escorted him out after that yeah. and that's all that really came of that yeah so nothing like incriminating mm-hmm. even though it is kind of incriminating <laughs> what do you mean yeah. he assaulted that's a person a, but yeah. what i mean is that he didn't get uh charged yeah which is bullshit he should be maybe she didn't press charges though um but that's, that's Wait, but i mean there are a lot of questions behind the video because yeah. again like she was smiling and stuff it looked before. like he was playing around type shit yeah right? it's like oh was he like 
acting mm. or something like that or yeah. just some dumb shit. It, it, I could see it because I'm like seeing it right now. Like, yeah, but she could also just be drunk and he could just be angry drunk. Yeah. But what was it? What's that joke? Like that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's a pothead and he's domestic violence abuser. <laughs> so, so we fast day, forward day. to 2022 mm-hmm. on March 27th, around 1130 PM in Hilo, Hawaii. Okay. Uh, patrol officers responded to a report of disorderly patron at a bar on Silva Street. Miller became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing, uh, began singing karaoke, and he began yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the mic from a 23-year-old woman singing karaoke, which was charged as disorderly conduct offense, and then later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts, which was charged as a, an harassment offense. Yeah. This guy's this person bugging out. This person bugging the fuck out. <laughs> what the fuck? The bar owner asked Miller to calm down yeah. several times to no avail. Mm. So he was arrested and charged on both offenses, and the total bail was set at five hundred. And bail was obviously provided, and he was released. Yeah. yeah. So privileged motherfucker. That happened in March. Yeah. And then Jesus. Oh, oh, a real funny thing too mm-hmm. about that whole. Uh, situation. Yeah. Would you like to guess the song that he became agitated? Girls, to? girls just want to have fun. No. Okay. Let me get two more guesses. Uh, We've made jokes about this song. Before. Oh no! <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not far. Oh shit! You're not. You're not super far. Fuck, but that just confuses me more because I don't remember the last time we referenced an Italian song. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, it's not an Italian song, but uh, it. You know, it sounds like that. It's like, oh, hey. no, it's uh, it's from an, a, a person. I think I think she's Italian. <laughs> I say that just because she was in House of Gucci. House of, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so Lady Gaga, so Lady Gaga yeah. song, Paparazzi. No, fuck. Last one, last one. Okay, give me this. Is it a pop song or a romantic song? It's a romantic song. Is that song she's played on the Grammys? Or whatever with the piano and, and Brad Brad Pitt or whatever his name was. Yes. That song. That's like yo, shallow. What's it called? Shallow. Yo, first of all, that's one of the best performances on TV. Like what TV or whatever. <laughs> like fuck the other guy. What was his name? Brad Pitt. This bitch ass or can't no, not sing. Brad Pitt. Uh, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. His bitch ass can't sing. But Lady Gaga can sing like a motherfucker. And Bradley Cooper was along for the ride. <laughs> so they were singing that song. Yo, this guy's got issues, man. This person's got this person's got issues. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I think it's really interesting too that yeah. that's a song he got agitated to. It's, <laughs> it's, like, such a cool song. it's a, it's a song from a movie. So I'm almost curious if it's like some yeah. weird like hey, jealousy home. or mm-hmm. like hatred towards this movie because he wasn't yeah. in it or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe. Uh, that, but that's like me getting mad at somebody like singing like "Don't worry." Boom. <laughs> it's like man, that's personal. Better fucking worry about this, bitch. Boom. <laughs> that as well, Ezra Miller, you're a crazy mother. Ezra Miller, I hope you hear this. You're a crazy motherfucker. You're just, you're just nothing. I, I don't even think you're halfway done with the new stuff. No. You're, you're ridiculous. <laughs> All this money for what? For just terrorizing people. <laughs> There should be a, a fucking a national emergency alert every time he visits a location. An Amber Alert. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like, what? Everywhere you go, you want to do Hawaii, Iceland? <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you travel, man? Just to get upset? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Ezra Miller right now. No. <laughs> Flash. Well, well you, you're not going to like any of this. Two days later... <laughs> 
the couple that who he, he was living with yeah. at a hostel uh-huh. uh, filed a restraining order against the actor Jeez. after he returned from the karaoke bar, and he allegedly, uh, not he, they allegedly <laughs> threatened to bury them. <laughs> I'm, speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless on top of that Miller yeah. reportedly stole the wife's passport and husband's wallet and that by mid-April the restraining order was dropped oh so money 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 who knows money that that's fucking ridiculous this person I, I don't even understand how he gets away with all this they get away with all this This that's ridiculous bro. and again like yeah. like I said like I prefaced this yeah. with it hasn't been talked about enough I don't think mm-hmm. like I think it's being talked about a, a lot in like the nerd community yeah because, because yeah, of you're him right. being the flash and stuff mm-hmm. but more in the mainstream community I don't think it's like people are really paying too much attention to this because right here like the the I see four articles that pop up and I won't open them because you're reading but it says like the first one. I mean, the first two pictures are Flash, but I I see him and I just see a monster. <laughs> I don't see the Flash. The Flash was to represent justice, in the Justice League, right? Yeah. <laughs> this guy is anything but that. And it says uh, Grant Morrison reacts to Ezra Miller's glowing problems. The Flash could be dropped. Blah 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 blah. blah. I I don't know, man. I based off those four things, and I know just reading that he could be dropped. He should. They should be dropped ASAP. Like that, there's there should be no question. So we'll about be talking it. about okay. a, a little bit of that as well. I'm baffled. <laughs> so how you steal somebody's passport, bro? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's such a heinous crime. <laughs> You're only saying that because it's all you have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Oh my god, I can't show Wait that. a second. I actually. Fuck, have my ID now. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god. <laughs> Just show the camera. Nah, I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah, man. I fucking wow. yeah, I got this a while back. Like maybe um maybe like let's say four months ago, three months ago, I finally went in. I uh, fucking grew up here and I said <laughs> I hate giving my passport everywhere I go. <laughs> and so I passed the test. The guy gave me a dab. He was like, You did good on the test. And I was like, Thanks, man. <laughs> and I don't gotta carry my passport. I know people don't know this. I haven't had an ID for years. <laughs> for, I'm pretty sure I threw out my ID like fucking back then. And man, to have an ID again, <laughs> it's one of those things when like you don't have it, it really sucks. <laughs> so thank God I didn't run into Ezra Miller in Utah <laughs> or anywhere I went. <laughs> oh my God. Man, man. What a what a bright new day, isn't it? Frankie? Oh my God, bro. I'm, I feel so safe right now. <laughs> Fuck Ezra Miller. <laughs> well, <laughs> to continue with, with his obscenities. I feel like this is going to be two hours of him just committing crimes. <laughs> On April 19th of yeah. this year, around 1 a.m. in Hawaii, again, <laughs> Miller became irate after being asked to leave a residence and reportedly threw a chair, striking a 26-year-old female on the forehead, oh my resulting God. in approximately a half-inch cut. Oh, my God. He was arrested for a second-degree assault. Yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's not over yet. <laughs> I feel like he commits crimes as fast as he runs as the flash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me some knuckles. <laughs> I got some knuckles. <laughs> knuckles is my favorite Sonic character. Nice. Anyways. So on June 16th okay. of this year. We're skipping ahead a bit. We'll we'll go back in time mm-hmm. in a second. Yeah. But on June 16th, pretty recently, mm-hmm. a Massachusetts mother ha- uh, has been granted a temporary order of protection on behalf of her 12-year-old child against Miller. Mm. The court said it was issued without advance notice because the court determined that there is a substantial likelihood of immediate danger of harassment. 
Mm. And on top of that, uh, to, to get into it, the child and Miller met through an acquaintance back in February, according to the mother, in that at first it seemed friendly, but the mother grew uh, sus- suspicious very quickly. Yeah. And how old was the kid? 12? Uh, 12. Jeez. And he's, they are like, they're, they're 29. 29 years old. Wow. And uh, Miller offered to buy the child gifts, including a horse, even after she rejected Miller's earlier offers. And the mother included that she kept wondering. She said, I kept wondering why Ezra was here. Like, yeah. don't you have Hollywood stuff to do? Don't you have movies coming out? Don't you have people to hurt <laughs> and passports to steal? <laughs> and wow. this order does not contain <clears throat> any allegations against Miller. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is the most recent thing that happened. Yeah. But, well, it's not the most recent thing. It's just like yeah. in terms of accusations and things like that and allegations, this mm-hmm. is the most recent one. Because what happened uh, uh, two weeks back on June 7th mm-hmm. is that the parents of an 18-year-old Takata Iron Eyes filed paperwork asking a judge to issue an order of protection against Miller on behalf of their child. And the quote uh, goes, Ezra uses violence, intimidation, threat, and drugs to hold sway over a young adolescent Takata, says the filing. Mm. The parents allege the two met at Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota mm-hmm. when Dakota was just 12. So he was 23 at the time. And then six years later, she turned 18 and he's 29. Yes. It's a long ass time. And they allege Miller gave her alcohol and drugs, including LSD. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounding very Bill Cosby-ish. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Even with the LSD, he uh-huh. even said it to her parents that, yeah, I gave her LSD and whatever. And it's mm. just very... Not just open about it. Yeah, right? very shameless about that's, it. That's so strange. And uh, he also flew Takata out to London, Vermont, New York, California, and Hawaii. Um, her father, Chase Ionize, said in a phone interview, police in Vermont have attempted to uh, serve Takata with an order for a substance abuse and mm-hmm. mental health evaluation three times. And that he believes Miller has physically and psychologically abused Takata. Yeah. In the petition for the order, her father says she would visit him on movie sets and drop out of school at 18 to move in with Miller. Bro, that's strange. That's super fucking sus, man. That's, that's, yo, this person's a monster. <laughs> like, they really, they really are a monster. And it, it gets, it gets oh a little God. worse. <laughs> That's not even the end of it. Jeez, like last episode, we had the worst, like, you know, talk of like pedophiles and this and that. It goes Larry Nassar, uh, Josh Duggar, and Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't lie. I had those two in mind when yeah. I was writing up this story. Yes. I was like, oh, man, this is... Ugh. We're not that podcast now. <laughs> no kids allowed. True crime. True crime. Dun, dun. <laughs> I know it's law and order. <laughs> so... Olivia Ignatius, a former friend of Miller's, was yeah. an unnamed witness in Iron Eyes' petition. Yeah. Ignatius was a music producer working with Miller and observed the abuse of Takata. Mm. He personally witnessed Miller control her social media accounts and determine who they could communicate with. And quote-unquote says, lots of yelling and screaming, intimidation, relentless character abuse, calling them various slurs, confiscating their phone, and obsessively monitoring and controlling their interactions with others, while failing to provide them with basic human necessities. Mm-hmm. One, in the, one, for example, is that the petition says Miller abandoned Takata in Hawaii without menstrual products once. Oh, okay. And uh, after, after uh, Ignatius came out and spoke up, mm. uh, 
there was also a business uh, dispute between him and Miller. And so they kind of stopped working. Um, but since that, he says that he's been harassed and threatened online by Miller's fans for speaking out. Yeah. And not only that, but the father himself um, has all uh, him and his, uh, the mother has been getting hate from the uh, Miller fan base saying that the Miller fan base had been persistent in creating a narrative that he and his wife and are transphobic and are trying to force their child into conversion uh, therapy mm. because the God ironizes uh, the other non-binary person I was mentioning. Yeah. Um, Wait. So he, he has a wife. Do they have a wife, Ezra? No. 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 Uh, the, the parents do. The parents. Oh, okay. So they're saying the parents are transphobic towards Ezra. Uh, are uh, transphobic to their child. To their child. Okay. And, the and the child identifies as a as non-binary. Gotcha. And that the and that they're gonna put their child into conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. And That's res- weird. In response, Iron Eyes uh, says that he and his wife have been longtime supporters of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And recognize non-binary identities in in a in identity. In indigenous cultures. Okay. He also ended <laughs> I like how they just throw in indigenous culture. <laughs> well, because they're indigenous. No, I know. It's just funny because it's just like I feel like this has nothing you to know, do with represent, <laughs> Frankie. Represent. <laughs> represent. <laughs> I feel like this this person's using this whole uh, or I think this is just a like when I'm right now having this conversation, I think it's just about person and person and person. Like just like I don't care if your color's red or like you like spaghetti or you identify as this or that. But then you look at the the severity of what you're doing to another human being, and I think it's about actions instead of identity, you know. And and I think, I think that's just a little weird or just a layer that's unnecessary on top of everything, you know. I think what Ezra Miller's doing is a little crazy, you know. Like to put it very simply. And then for them to just say this or that towards the child or whatever, I feel that's the conversion therapy is ridiculous though. That that's like putting somebody in Jesus school so they won't be gay or you know trans yeah. or whatever. But I'm trying to just say that that just seems outside the detail of that. Ezra Miller is a controlling, manipulative, you know, strange. I mean, human. the indigenous thing is definitely just like it's a throwaway. Yeah, whatever. yeah it's not know? necessarily important. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> nothing. I'm not getting six feet near this motherfucker. <laughs> But uh, he yeah. ended it with a quote where he said, Takata is not the only non-binary child in our family. Mm. Takata would know we've been nothing but open and empowering. Gotcha. So with all of that going on, <laughs> with all of that that's happened, uh-huh. it's still not over. <laughs> Fuck. Man. The show keeps going, folks. <laughs> so on June 16th, yeah. we're back to the 16th again. <laughs> all right. All you right. ready for this? I'm ready, man. Ezra Miller has been unable to be located from his North Dakota tri- uh, tribal summons mm. of grooming a teenage fan. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I, 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 I want to see how many times I said Jesus this episode. We'll put a count to the video. Like, ding, ding. Like, there's just so much. Jesus probably like, I know. <laughs> Why did I create this motherfucker? Because <laughs> you did it, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not only not only has as he been not able to been located, no. but he's been uh, trolling the police. Mm. On his uh, Instagram, he wrote, "You cannot touch me. I'm in another universe." Oh, that's pretty. Fu- Ezra said this, right? Ezra. That's pretty funny, being that he's in the DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> and another message read, uh-huh. "Message from another dimension." And then he deleted his Instagram account shortly after. And oh. then Instagram also confirmed that they weren't the ones to shut it. So he it did seems it like he did it himself. Um, what the and fuck? And Takata Iron Eyes herself, the girl or the the child that we're speaking of, mm. uh, that's been from 12 to 18, that's been with Miller, mm. has still publicly defends Miller. 
So, <laughs> but that, but that's like something that if you've been manipulated since you were young, you know, it just seems like one of those things. Yes, yeah, it's right? just like it, it's definitely like a Stockholm syndrome there like sort of situation. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those that don't know who the Stockholm syndrome means, it's like when you fall in love with the person who's basically manipulating, taking control of you, and overpowering you, and putting you in position where. You're just like undermined and basically held hostage, I guess, right? Yeah. You're in love with your heart. I feel like not a lot of people know what Stockholm Syndrome is, so I feel, learn, learn something, <laughs> you know? But, um, um yeah, uh, Takata herself, mm. uh, not her, damn it. <laughs> Takata, uh, <laughs> that, that's how hard it is. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it takes some time, man. So we're getting mad at people for not knowing. <laughs> so Takata, what they said is, uh, quote unquote they put on uh in a two minute video mm-hmm. on instagram they said it's nobody's business and nobody's owed a story or outcome this is my life and these are my decision and i'm disappointed in my parents and the press in every way mm. and takata said that yes okay bugging out <laughs> and so to wrap it up with everything uh again the first uh word i i uttered in the headline was zaslav mm-hmm so David Zaslav is the current CEO of Warner Bros. Okay. And so Hollywood is considering this to be his first movie crisis where this is his first time where he has an actor as problematic and troubling as Ezra Miller at mm. the moment with a movie so close to release Probably because sure. The Flash is supposed to come out next year. Oh, my God. It's already oh been filmed. It's already in post-production. I got chills here now because like as... <clears throat> I'm not saying the show must go on, but in some sense, I guess, right? Because contract contracts and stuff like that. But that's crazy situation, you know. Like, and especially if this if the news gets worse and worse, and this guy, this person comes out to end up being like a very, like pedophile type person and stuff like that. Like, how do you release that, you know? And that's crazy, yeah. man. So to to get into that, mm-hmm. um, again. David Zaslav is the CEO of Warner Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has made it clear that he wants to grow the DC universe to akin akin to being like Marvel. Yeah, I um, doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, hey, we'll see. You're right. You're right. That's true. But uh, The Flash would have been the beginning of this with its $200 million budget, the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, Ben mm-hmm. Affleck reprising the same role, and Andy Muschietti directing. And mm-hmm. Andy Muschietti is the guy who directed it and okay. chapter two of that as well. Oh, he did both of them? Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. And so it's, it seems like everything's like, it, they have everything they need for this movie to yeah. work. And then it's just Ezra and, Miller's bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so oh, Zaslav wow. has several choices and he's going to have to make one soon. Mm. One, he's going to have to pull back heavily on promoting the movie, meaning like no press release and yeah. things like that, or just not just pre- like not promoting the movie as mm. much Two, release it to HBO max. Um, three Ooh. lean into making it uh, the movie a hit mm-hmm. and drop Miller if they can't work it out mm. but most recently which I'm probably uh, sure you've seen mm-hmm. from googling his name is that Miller has reportedly been dropped after the flash oh so he has been dropped reportedly okay there's okay. no confirmation yet that those are just the reports that gotcha. uh, Warner Bros is dropping him after the flash mm. but again after yeah which so, is still crazy you know I, I don't I mean, what do you think they should do? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not finished, but like, what do you think they should do? Well, I'll, I'll just finish it up okay, because okay. Uh, it, it's it's real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this quote says, there is no winning in this for Warner Bros. This is an inherited problem for Zaslov. The hope is that the scandal will remain at a low level before the movie is released and hope for the best to turn out. Mm. And I think that's anyone can do. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel bad for Zaslov. <laughs> like first of all, cool name. And first of all, this has been a, a story for names. Takata, Zaslov, Ignatius, Ezra. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Whatever happens to like Jessica. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah, man, this is, I mean, okay, so what do you think they should do? Because I'm, I'm like stumbled upon it myself. Like, I don't know what the right decision would be, but I, I do, I will say this real quick. I think we letting the movie out at all is just unfair to everybody that's been affected by Ezra, you know, and, and it's just risky, man, because it's just very risky for all the Warner Bros in DC, you know, it's, yeah. it is. I, I mean, I think I think what's going to be a major uh, role or play a major role yeah. is the response that Ezra gives moving forward. Yeah, that if he is apologetic, then they, I could they. see <laughs> if they are if, <laughs> if they are apologetic, then then I could see them like being a little more like okay, we can release this movie and uh -huh. stuff. But if he's going to keep doing this. I don't know if releasing the movie is a good idea. I, I don't think they should release it at all. I, I just think that's not fair, and it just goes to show how much it's a it, it's it's a very slippery slope, right? Because at what point do you separate this person from Harvey Weinstein, you know, and everybody else in the industry that just gets to do what they want and just face the repercussions later? Uh, like the, the I'm not gonna lie to you, like with Tony Hinchcliffe, was a very funny comedian, extremely funny. Um, he said one thing, and I think in his show that I saw in Utah. And it's not a joke, really. He's like, he's like, yeah. And Harvey Weinstein is what, like, goat of making movies. Like, eh, name a fucking movie you like. And I swear to God, Harvey Weinstein made this movie. You know, he's like, don't, no, no, blah, 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 and this and that. Name the fucking movie. Name it. I bet you he made that movie. You know, and it's not one of those things where it's like, okay, you're right. Harvey Weinstein's a great person, but no, it is one of those things where when do you when do you separate the person from the art, mm -hmm. right? I guess I'm making a full circle because I kind of agree with separating the person with the art, right? But the movie's not out yet, you know? So, But imagine the movie comes out and it's bad. That just double whammy, <laughs> you know? No, man. It's just a lot of that fuck. Would, that would be so bad yeah. if the movie <laughs> yeah. was bad. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I straight up think Ezra's going to kill himself. Kill themselves. Damn. Like, I just, not to be too harsh about it, but I, I think this person has crazy mental health problems, you know? Oh, I, without I, a doubt. Yeah, and... I don't know, man. I, and this is not to go into like the whole like non-binary non-binary conversation or this and that. That has nothing to do with everything, but it really is interesting, you know. Um, an unpopular opinion that I don't agree with at all. Please don't ever associate me with this opinion. But like, it goes along with the media looking at the Evalde shooter and saying like, "Oh, they cross dress," so that leads to like mental health problems. That is an opinion people uh, have. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it it's a very like. It's an opinion that I won't really veer into unless there's a lot of scientific support towards it. You know, mm -hmm. um, for one thing, like in Mindhunters, right? This is this is a little spoiler, but there's one scene, and Beatrice hates the scene. Like she it creeps <laughs> her out like crazy. But they they start off the show with like little snippets of some mystery character, right? And and it's like some normal guy, you know, like he has glasses, a mustache, goes to work, is the normal person, right? Kind of like Larry and Star Wars. And then one scene, like all you hear is. And the camera comes closer to the, right? And then the camera cuts in and it's him um, dressed in woman's clothing and heel with lipstick choking himself as he's masturbating. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck, you know? And like, uh, like Childish Gambino says, or, or uh, sexuality is a spectrum. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And I don't think that's the weirdest thing, but I think this person ends up being like a serial killer. 
So there's this whole idea of that whole thing, that type of, you know, mindset and lifestyle being associated with like, quote unquote, crazy, you know, which again, I don't think it's true in this case. I think we just got to take it little by little by little, but it's something to discuss, you know, and and again, I say it's unpopular because I 100% believe people will be upset at that. They'll say, how dare you even mention that in this, but. I mean, a lot of people have it. I think Candace Owens um, is a very uh, politician. I think she's a Republican. And she also talked about, and she very was a very immature statement about saying that I don't let my kids near, or something like that, like people who cross-dress, because I think cross-dressing leads to, like, is a sign of mental illness. So that's just, a, like, one of those things that goes out there with that, you know? But I don't know. That's I a tough one. It's <laughs> a I, tough one to go. All in the I end. gotta say is yeah. just like cross dressing is punk. I think. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, people like, do. I mean, except Rocky paints his nails. Like a lot of people do it in general. You know, it's, it's I don't, clothes are just clothes. You yeah, know, it's and, just you know whatever you feel comfortable in. Yeah, man. There's a there's a Japanese uh like designer, like a fashion designer who um, basically had the idea of that. Who basically said uh, it's very cool quote, very old video. And she was like, I just wish that nobody had to wear like boy clothes and girls clothes. I wish that we could just wear whatever we want, whenever we wanted. And we had a whole city like that because she was like, you know how many amazing outfits we would see if that was the case. And I was like, that's so cool to hear because it's true, you know, but I mean, there's people who think like that. And then there's people who think about those things I just said, you know, mm-hmm. and, and again, like, I don't, I don't really think about other way, but I do agree with the whole idea of like, wear what you want. Like, I don't know. That doesn't, that literally doesn't affect me or nothing. You know, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> Ezra Miller just gives me those vibes. <laughs> well, do you remember uh, the movie that I mentioned, his first role, mm. uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin? I hear that's a, I do know what that movie is, but I actually wanted to do that movie for the AMC section. I never watched okay. it, but I know it's about, is it about a school shooter? Or like uh, something like I don't that? know the details yeah. of it, but um, what I do know of uh-huh. it is because it got brought up in a good amount of the articles that mm-hmm. I was finding for this is that um, it's about a teen uh, coming to terms with his like uh, sociopathic tendencies. Mm, I think I think because that's you know, a podcast psychopathic tendencies in, in, uh, in a podcast that I was watching uh, Brothers and Curses. Like they were just they fucking make stupid ass jokes all the time. But they were talking about like a shooting at some place. And then they mentioned we need to talk about Kevin. So that's why I wanted to bring it up because in the midst of Uvalde and all that stuff, I just thought it would be an interesting movie. But that's interesting then, man. It's really interesting that yeah. that, that is his first movie that yeah. he ever did because it, it's almost eerie because it's kind mm-hmm. of like, is this almost foreshadowing yeah. in a way? <laughs> yeah. Or even the Stanford Prison Experiment, which is like, it's not so much with insanity, but it's authority, the whole process of like, you know, the college. You, you ever watched the movie? I haven't seen it, but I oh, know. The like, whole project and yeah. everything, right? So like that they actually did it and this and that and. I mean, there's a lot of like mind fuck fucking going on there. And Perks of Being Wallflower, this is just like a cancer movie, right, or something like that. No, it's uh, uh it's well. it's just about some kid uh who moves to a new town. He's going through it. It's like a coming of age story. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and Ezra Miller is like the one guy that like is actually nice to him. Oh, nice. That's I mean, I see a little break in the world, and then he's a flash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but. I think Warner Bros. Has just has a big problem on their hands with that whole thing. and They really do. And it sucks for fans because I know, like, I, I'm never really, I'm not saying I hate The Flash. I've never just really been interested in The Flash. To me, it's just another character that exists. Kind of like the Hulk. Like, they're major okay. ca- characters, but I've never, like, got to peer into their, you know, storylines and this and that. But I just hear the show is good. I know it's not in it. They're not in it, but... 
I mean, well, I don't know. Actually, I am mm-hmm. remembering um, mm-hmm. there there was a crossover episode on the CW shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ezra Miller was in an episode with oh, wow. Grant Gustin because uh, Multiverse. Oh, okay, and okay. So it was just like the two of them and they're like, whoa. <laughs> you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> Ezra. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm so surprised. But again, I, I just my my truest thought on the whole thing is the whole again, like people like Bill Cosby and, and Harvey Weinstein, how what separates them from they, you know? Like what what is the difference here with that? Because if, at this point we could just let everybody do what they want. And then if like say we do say, Oh, we should get rid of Ezra Miller, then is it gonna be this conversation of oh you're you're transphobic or this and that? And it's like you can't say that. That's not has nothing to do with that. You know, it's it's I mean, I hope no one says that. I'm pretty sure like fans will say that, you know, and people who are very like very, very liberal that don't see anything but identity and this and that, you know, like like if somebody who's black does something wrong, it has nothing to do with their skin color, it's about their actions. You know, it's it's everything like that you're doing, you know. I don't know, man. All I know is that two plus two equaling four. (laughs) Racist as fuck. (laughs) Super, super racist. (laughs) That's that's the craziest we've ever seen. It was on CNN or something like that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, bro. Ezra Miller is a really, really crazy person. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? But Uh that's the first news topic for you. Mm -hmm. You want to pass by? Feel free. I'm losing them too, guys. These two are blessings. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the first story. So yeah. that's the first. That, that story was an intense you. first story, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe all that. Stuff. I thought it was gonna be more so just like business, finance, like oh, the movie got delayed. Nah, I'm gonna have nightmares of this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I and. I'll just say it again. Yeah. I feel like it's not being talked about enough. Nah, it like, isn't. And that's shady. That's a little, and no slim. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, the fact, the fact that they're conscious of that, it's not really being talked about because mm. since, uh, the one insider, uh, uh, that gave the final quote that I yeah. said, the fact that they point out is that this is a low level scandal. Mm. They're, they're using those words, low level. And it's like, it's definitely not, <laughs> it's definitely like a huge it's only thing. low level because yeah. not everyone's talking about it. And, and, and so that's, yeah. that's why it's kind of like, you know, Warner bros, maybe mm-hmm. if you said something about it, yes. it would make it more high profile. Cause then you could bring awareness and maybe let the fans aside. I know money is a major issue, but I don't know if they let Sonic get changed by fans, you know? And, <laughs> and think about this. Um, it is pride month. Right. And the reason I bring that up, it's because people are very conscientious, especially businesses, about what they were like, who they maybe offend or put in a bad light. But there was a judge who who had like a target on their back, basically. Like there's a, there's a several times this happened, but there's a certain judge that had a target on the back, and no news outlet wanted to cover it. And I think it's because of this judge or this can't or this maybe his politician, maybe because of their viewpoints and stuff. And Bill Maher, he came out. He's like, "That's so unfair." Like to 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 like grandly paraphrase, he was like, "That's the pathetic thing about the media in the U.S. that you pick and choose when you want to cover certain stories, but when a person's life is in danger, especially high profile like that, that's involved in our politics, they should be covered no matter what they lean towards, like left, right, or in the middle." And the fact that media doesn't is pathetic, and I agree. Yeah. So I think. Just put those pieces together. That's why I bring up the whole like non-binary thing because again, it has nothing to do with it. But then you see like a little bits and scraps of the storyline that brings those words in and indigenous, you know. And it's just fishy, you know. I, more more so conspiracy wise, like you know, in that sense. But I mean, yeah, you know, I, I I wouldn't say it's like conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like 
just trying to prepare for the worst, yeah. if anything. Because, again, ideally, that's not going to be the biggest like, for sure. thing that people are going to be talking about. For sure. Like, ideally, everyone's going to be talking about what do we do with him. Yeah, yeah. From, or them. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. You don't get shit from the LGBTQ. <laughs> 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 oh, he's transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think I think there are just yeah. bigger conversations to have for sure, uh, other for sure. than like the non-binary yeah. stuff and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Definitely. And again, Warner Bros. Say something. Say something, man. You can't just not say, say nothing. Something. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Do something. Yeah, oh man. my god. Every day I'm looking at the news. I've seen nothing of Ezra Miller. Not one <laughs> damn thing, bro. This conniving person. <laughs> Jeez, man. So uh, I, yeah. I I brought in a big uh, topic for, for the <laughs> Huge. first topic. I'm like overwhelmed. That was crazy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the second second topic, uh, you know, not not as crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Depending who who you ask. <laughs> but, don't, don't ask Ezra Miller, bro. <laughs> just don't ask them anything. <laughs> but I'll just read off the headline for you again. Massachusetts school can no longer be called Catholic after flying Black Lives Matter and Pride flags, Bishop says. Take that, Jesus. <laughs> so this happened in Worcester, Massachusetts. Okay. And I know it's pronounced Worcester because I've been there. Okay. Worcester? Worcester. But it, Worcester. Worcester. Like, like, hey, hot dog. K- kind of, yeah. <laughs> but think Boston. The Rangers. The, what? Like the, the Rangers? Like the Rangers. But, but it's Boston. Boston. It's Boston, right? There you so, go. So it's like Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I can't speak. <laughs> no, but Wooster, like, do, it's we spelled- need, do we need to reenact the hand raising? <laughs> Wooster spelled Wooster, right? It's spelled W O R C E S T E R. What the fuck? I don't care, Boston. That's Massachusetts <laughs> yeah. for you, baby. Well, the IQ is lower than the. <laughs> Speaking, um, what's it called? Uh, All right, your IQ is definitely showing right <laughs> <yeah>. now, buddy. <laughs> let, let, let's keep it moving. All right. <laughs> I'm from Boston. <laughs> so, in Worcester, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. at the Nativity School, uh, they were asked to take down their flags, but they kept them up. Oh, <laughs> end of story. <laughs> next, next. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you came in with that. But they kept them up. (laughs) 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 So, Bishop Robert J. McManus Mm, said that the Nativity School supporting these movements are inconsistent with Catholic teaching. Mm. And he continued to say, the gay pride flag represents support of gay marriage and actively living in an LGBTQ plus lifestyle. And as per the Black Lives Matter flag, he said that while the church stands unequivocally behind the phrase Black Lives Matter and strongly affirms that all lives matter, mm. the Black Lives Movement co-opted the phrase and promotes a platform that d- directly contradicts Catholic social teaching on the importance and role of the nuclear family and seeks to disrupt the family structure in clear opposition to the teachings of the Catholic Church. That's just a long sentence for saying we don't like black people. <laughs> that, that's terrible. What, the, what did they say? I bet you if they hung a pedophilia flag, the Catholic Church would be like, no, it's fine. <laughs> They're just misunderstood. <laughs> Nambla. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy can you can you read that statement again about the black lives matter flag so so uh-huh. i read it off Sorry. and uh, i'll even try and uh and uh read it off in in what i think he sounds like 
So as for the Black Lives Matter flag, he said that while the church stands unequivocally behind <laughs> the phrase Black Lives Matter and strongly affirms that all lives matter, the Black Lives Movement co-opted the phrase and promotes a platform that directly contradicts Catholic social teaching on the importance and role of the nuclear family and seeks to disrupt the family structure in clear opposition to the teachings of the Catholic Church. <laughs> David Duke. <laughs> 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 that's ridiculous, bro. Oh my god, that's just a bunch of hoopla. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's offensive as fuck. <laughs> he continues to say, Oh man, the flying of these flags in front of a Catholic school sends a mixed, confusing, and scandalous message to the public about the church's stance yeah. on these important moral and social issues. <laughs> It's a good voice, man. <laughs> you gotta use that in some animated series. <laughs> Just the most racist and sexist and transphobic. <laughs> hey, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't laugh and make voices. <laughs> yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> I don't want to be part of the Catholic <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, man. It's that's crazy. That's what he had to yeah. say. McManus is definitely an interesting character for sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the story continues that because not only can the school no longer identify as Catholic, uh -huh. but it also cannot celebrate mass sacraments or sacramentals, be listed in the DOC uh, directory or fundraise of DOC institutions, mm -hmm. said McManus. And uh, the school. Oh, also, I learned this uh, reading up about this, but D diocese mm -hmm. is basically a district of like a, a religious district that a bishop runs. Okay. So, so a bishop is like the CEO of the diocese. Or think of uh. him as like a cop. Like they're running that district. Think of him as Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> and we're all just his disciples. I mean, like they're bishops. <laughs> they're a chess piece. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like being the queen of England. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. <laughs> I'm still going to fight the flag wherever far from distance I can from the church. That's dumb, man. That, that's super crazy. But, uh, um, the school began flying mm. these flags back in January 2021, saying students called to make the community more just and inclusive. Oh, I also don't know if I mentioned this, but it's a middle school. By oh, okay, by okay. Uh, but yeah. That, not everything make, makes sense. Completely justified. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, when, when I first read that to make the community more just and inclusive, like originally, like if I, when I read that, I was like, well, college well, or something like that? well, no, if they're talking about an elementary school, then I would have been like, okay. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of teachers get flagged for putting uh, black lives matter flags and LGBT flags in the classroom, which I'm still like, do whatever you want. I mean, it's still like learning about the world and what's within it, but they get a lot of heat for that too. So I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I only just say like questionable. Okay. To, if it were to, if it would have been an elementary school, yeah, yeah. just cause it's like, it would have been sort of the imposing of mm -hmm. younger minds and whatever. It's True. like, no, no fucking elementary school kid is going to say <laughs> more just and inclusive. <laughs> Especially so, in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> More just and inclusive. Stacy, five years old. <laughs> That's so, interesting. You know, I I, mm -hmm. I just figured it was important to kind of note that it's a middle school. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. at least these kids do have like some like capacity to think mm -hmm. for themselves and whatnot. Um, but in March of 2022, McManus and the Diocese of Worcester told the school to remove the flags. And at the end of May, McManus warned them if they did not remove the flags that they would no longer be, be able to identify as a Catholic school. Mm. Um, 
And McManus said, while we all share in, in wanting our and wanting all our students, in particular our black and brown inner city students, to feel safe and welcome, we must abide by the moral axiom that the ends do not justify the means. They're, they're probably the same people to say, let's still celebrate Christopher Columbus Day. Probably. You know what I'm trying to say? And they're like, oh, what is that? Oh, because it's Italians. <laughs> you know, it's okay. <laughs> but if it's black people, it's not okay. It's, it's ridiculous, man. And, and that makes me think of like a, a very popular coffee chain that's not Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Let's just say that. That uh, When I was working there, they uh, they didn't allow people to wear Black Lives Matter pins. Hmm. They didn't wear, they didn't let them, because they would get in trouble. They're like, you can't express your political values. And I remember I, uh, there was a customer who, who wore a swastika to come in to buy coffee. Like he had a swastika on his shirt or chain or like okay. pins. And, you know, I went up to the, the person that I was managing, whatever. And I was like, hey, like, maybe we shouldn't serve this person. And they were like, oh, they have the in short and not with, you know, compassion. They were just saying, I guess, protecting their own like skin and mind and as well, that they're entitled to their own expression of whatever ideology. But then it's, it's, it's very interesting how like, uh, don't get me wrong, the Black Lives Matter has been very controversial in its own self. You know, the founder like had like $2 million to herself and one of the founders and this and that and she bought like a mansion. You know, what? Like, how did you get that money <laughs> protecting black people? You know, so like for me, I saw that that movement, I think, took a very wrong direction because of the higher ups, you know, but for, obviously for what it stands for, it's it's just, you know, to each his own. But then like, I remember that just brings me back to that because you weren't allowed to wear a pin that said Black Lives Matter or this or that because it was political, even though it's more so just human, mm-hmm. you know? And then after months, 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 they finally put out shirts that said, I think it said Black Lives Matter or something. But I, I think they probably would wave a LGBTQ flag, you know? And it's like, what's the difference? Yeah. I you mean, know? you know, I... I think it's interesting that McManus like specifically says black and brown inner city yeah, students. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, what are you saying? It's bro? like that's like the equivalent of saying I have black friends. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I I'm totally a black supporter. I touch black. You kids. Know, I mean, I like black kids. I mean, I mean, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> as the Catholic person, not me. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, you know, it it sounds a lot of just kind of bullshit. Like, it's bullshit. It just sounds a lot yeah. of like sort of political talk even yeah, though it's yeah. not political is just sort of mm. and again which is kind of why i i brought up sort of the cop like an analogy before because mm. it's like this, this dude is just like a cop yeah man like, really, like, and he's literally picking on the minority <laughs> and, and getting rid of them <laughs> you know? it, it's yeah. it's pretty ridiculous there was uh there's a there's a what's it called uh, this is quick, very quick. There's a person, there's a cop who got put to desk duty because he pulled over a black person, and they, I guess, I don't know if they didn't comply or they were just being back and forth with each other. But the cop told the person in the seat, it, it would have been a woman or man, I don't know. But they were like, "This is why you guys get shot when we stop you guys." Damn. Like, what are you saying, man? Like, or this is why you guys get shot all the time and this and that. And he got put to desk duty. We should have been fired. You know what I mean? I'm just in that. Like, little things like that show a lot of a cop. You know, they really do. You know, because you wouldn't say that to anybody else. Yeah. You know, so, so obviously it's still a huge issue, both for like the LGBTQ community and Black Lives Matter and, and just human beings that don't look like what he prefers to be flown, you know? And again, back to the whole Christopher Columbus thing, like, I don't want to ruin no Sopranos thing, so I won't bring it up and everything, but they have a beautiful episode on that whole topic. That's okay. what I'll say. Oh, such a good show, bro. Check that shit out. <laughs> yeah. So to continue on with the story, mm-hmm. the school's president, Thomas McKenney, 
said that the DOC's decision will not change how the Nativity School operates. Mm. The school, however, will appeal McManus's decision, and he also said that the school will continue to fly the flags to give visible witness to the school's solidarity with our students, families, and their communities. Nice. He continues with saying, As a multicultural school, the flags represent the inclusion and respect of all people. These flags simply state that all are welcome at Nativity, and this value of inclusion is is rooted in Catholic teaching. Shout out to Tom McKinney. <laughs> That's the name, right? Thomas McKinney. Thomas McKinney. Shout out to Thomas McKinney. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm about to convert to Catholic. I'm about to convert. How <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the Catholics say with the ch- <laughs> Where's the bread and wine? <laughs> I'm already drunk. Come on, just give me some more. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck that bishop. It's all about Thomas McKinney, man. <laughs> that's, that's, yo, right. I did not expect that. Just like I didn't expect all the Ezra Miller stories. <laughs> It continues to surprise you. But yeah, um, <laughs> another little fun fact. Okay. Nativity School is independently funded and does not receive any money from the DOCs. Mm. So they they do everything their, themselves. Mm. They don't uh, like talk to any higher ups. They are the higher ups. Okay. okay. So you think that this, I don't know if you know this, but do you, would this ever be able to be risen up to like a Supreme Court? Um. I don't believe so. Well, mm-hmm. I do remember seeing a story that I I was uh, I almost brought up on this show yeah. before, um, where uh, somewhere in Massachusetts they were flying like the LGBTQ or Black Matters flag, yeah. uh, one of the flags, and that uh, they it got taken down or something, and there was a whole talk with the Supreme Court about mm-hmm. free speech. Um, so, mm, because I yeah. think they wanted to, I think they wanted to put the flag in front of the court oh, okay. and the court was like, Oh hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. And let's not do that. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think the flag thing is very, um, uh, uh, how can I say? Like, it seems like it's such a simple solution, but then you can just fly like, what is it? Confederate flag too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where it's like, let, where the boundaries going to be? I mean, we do yeah. also have the fact that like we've taken down statues now and at yeah. this point. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. nothing new necessarily, Yeah, but definitely this talk of taking things down mm-hmm. or sort of trying to forget things or just trying yeah. to put things aside has been a consistent conversation in this country. I still think we should take those statues and put them in museums. Like, I think that's the best way to go about it. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) People about to be like, (gasps) and Hobby's like, nah, I'm putting out that fire before I even fucking, (laughs) fuck that. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) So I got this story from Reddit. All right. Um, and the top comment linked another article. Nice. Because the top comment was, oh, McManus, where have I heard that name before? All right. And it linked an article where, funnily enough, Bishop McManus was charged of a DUI back in 2013. <laughs> so it all comes out, McManus. <laughs> I guess you were the bishop of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This was near his vacation home in mm, Rhode Island, yeah. and McManus was not present for the dismissal in court and refused a chemical test, which is common practice for a first-time offender. Okay. He eventually pled guilty, which resulted in a six-month loss of license, 10 hours to community service, mm. mandatory DUI education charges, and a $945 fine. Too much wine, eh? <laughs> Too much wine, McManus. Wait, McManus was the cool guy? The bishop. The bishop. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tom McKinney, Thomas McKenney was the cool yes. guy. Yes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you can get a deal with Thomas McKinney. Just don't kill nobody. <laughs> but Bishop, you dumbass. <laughs> dumbass. 
but but that's yeah. a story for you. Oh. It, it, it's kind of sweet and simple. Yeah, nothing too crazy, <laughs> but it's definitely you know has some stuff to talk yeah. about for sure because it's like how <laughs> the fact that even in religion they're still making divides yeah, and man. barriers within each other. It's God like, loves all of you except <laughs> except you and you, you and, and you, you and you. You with the Bud Light shirt? You cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> that guy's it, an idiot. It's yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And like again, this guy just mm. sounds like fucking. He he was probably at January six. Yeah. <laughs> 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 probably, man. He just like uh, blessing everybody that and went each, into the each thing. one of them before they go in. It's like, I all right, now God's on your side. How Mary's? How Mary's? <laughs> we um. I'll probably even look like probably because we're going to shoot soon and everything. I'll probably talk about um, how priests get away with so much pedophilia in the Catholic church. It, it's, it's actually kind of an amazing thing. Uh, not the pedophilia, the, <laughs> the, uh, the escaping it because um, a little gist within it. I got to actually make my facts right. But first of all, there's been so many, like mm-hmm. so fucking many, but a lot of them, the way they're able to go about it is that I think they go back to Italy that's where the big churches or whatever uh-huh. and then through there i think they govern themselves or something like that so this is just this big way of doing so and just leaving and stuff and it's just something that like just like ezra miller we don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> like you know we just we just kind of ignore and everything and oh man that whole pre-situation is just super sketch you yeah. know and i would never let my kids I, i'd rather let my kids near a jail cell than a priest <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't have kids. I, but. Take, take your kid to, yeah. to jail to go see the bishop in yeah, jail. Yeah, exactly. After his DUI's bitch ass, his <laughs> drunk ass. His Ezra Miller ass. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But All yeah, right. the, that's the yeah. second topic for you. Gotcha. I don't know why I put up three, <laughs> <'Cause> two. <laughs> All right. And so you remember when I was like, you're going to get flashbacks, Frank. Yeah. What's you're up? You're going to get flashbacks to school. My I'm guy. mentally preparing myself. What's up? So we're going to do a little exercise. You and me All right. for this third topic. All right. We're going to write a short story. All right. I'm with Mad libs. We're, we're going <laughs> to, we're, we're going to choose a handful of words, All right. like three words. And we're going to have to somehow make a story out of those three words. I'm with the shits. So, uh, what's the first word in Excelsior. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Excelsior. Uh-huh. I'm going to write this down. All right. Excelsior. I like that word. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> I already got my word. What's your word? Marshmallow. Marshmallow. All right. Ooh. Hold on. I got a word. Do I say it now? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Give me like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of words. All right. Because um, I've been reading. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. I've been reading Crime and Punishment by Dostovsky. Like oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good fucking book, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a good read. You read it before? Yeah. Bro, it's, I'm, I'm only up to part two where I don't know if anybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about, but uh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you read it. I thought it's it was, a classic. Uh, yeah, bro. It's so fucking good. And, and fucking, I've been reading it and I've just been like falling in love with it. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, I'm up to the part where he just finished killing uh, Ivan Ivanovsky or whatever, okay. the two ladies and stuff, and he just escaped, and he's like, fuck, and he goes to the police station. I'm at mm-hmm. the police station part. So it's pretty early in the book. Uh, spoiler back. Uh, yeah, if you haven't read Current Punishment, it's a long-ass book. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a long book. But, yeah, man, I'm I'm loving it. A it's lot. a good book. Yeah, man. I just thought it was going to be one of those shitty books that just <laughs> fucking talk OD for nothing, and uh, and I'm reading it because of Sopranos. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got I got all the words. 
I'm gonna pick one, but I'm gonna pick one that really stood out to me. All right, I'll, I'll, three. Oh fuck, two. Oh, one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! I have it here. I have it here. It's like Mala Mignus or something like that. But let me just use this one. Um, Envisage. Spell it for me. E N V I S A G E. And the definition is to contemplate or conceive of as a possibility or a desirable future event. I can read that again if you want. Yeah. Uh, contemplate or conceive of as a possibility or a desirable future event. So the like the example word is the Rome Treaty envisaged free movement across frontiers. I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I, you know what I was going to do in this episode? What's up? I was going to like say, like, oh, for every word that I learned, if you guessed it right, I would give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you say the word, though. Hold on. Envisage. Uh, envisage. Envisage. <laughs> All right, cool. Envisage. Nice. So I'm going to give us 10 minutes. All right. I'll edit it out afterwards and stuff. All right. Like, so it, I'll, I'll maybe even add some Jeopardy timer or something. I like, like that. that. I like that. But not like, copyright. Not, <laughs> not copyright. I'll, I'll find something. Hold on. I think you can loop this. Okay. Um, let's do it together. The. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. Nice. All right, so I'll this. loop that. I'll lower it a bit. I'll and and I'll and I'll also throw in like anything that we say while while we're okay. writing. <laughs> like in the midst of it, in the background and stuff. Yeah, I just like, like ah. oh, yeah. Bishop. <laughs> All right, let's do this. I'm, so, I'm with this shit. All right. So you got you got the laptop, so you can set the timer. Oh, okay. Oh, ten minutes, right? Yeah. Hey Siri. <laughs> hey Siri, set a timer for ten minutes. All right, let's, let's go. go. All right, cool. So we both got to read it. Yeah. Uh, Envisage, marshmallow, and what's the Excelsior, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nice. (laughs) Finish right on time. Nice. (laughs) All right, nice. And we're back. (laughs) We're pretty focused. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. That was a silent 10 minutes. Man, I was like, you know what? I didn't know what to write at first. And then it all came to me. (laughs) So how are we going to go about this? Uh, You want to do rock, paper, scissors? It was rock, paper, scissors. Okay. All right. One or two? Uh, just the one. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, say, shoot. Ooh. Okay, I guess you're going first. All right. Uh, I, I had an idea, but I don't know if we copyrighted. Like, if we play a little thing every time we use the word. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you think we, if I go to the royalty-free music, it'll be okay? What do you... I don't know what you're talking about. Like, whenever we use the word we're supposed to use, we go thing. But what word? Like, three words. Marshmallow, Envisage, and Excelsior. How did you write the story? I mean, I just, I just like, oh, I know what you're saying right. now. I'll do that in post. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because I don't want to get no copyright no thing. All right, so here we go. Uh, although I was thinking, if you want to read mine, I read yours. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> we want to do that. <laughs> that. That'd be pretty funny. You, okay. read, you read this one and I read that one. It's just, uh, let me see again. It's under the words, right? Okay, nice. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it starts at the bottom and then continues on to the next page. Which one right here? Yeah. Okay. So I read yours first or you read mine first? Uh, you pick. I, 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 guess, I guess you read mine first. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a marshmallow that went by the name of Darcius. He was a soft man with many emotions. Windling, what does it say? Windling, L O I, loathing. <laughs> lo, lo, what does it say? I I don't know. I, I got. <laughs> uh, kindling within. Oh, kindling within himself. Sorry, that again. Once upon a time, there was a marshmallow that went by the name of Darcius. He was a soft man with many emotions, kindling within himself. He had many dreams to learn how to cook, learn how to ride a bike, or even learn how to fly. Today, today was the day, however. Darcius is going to complete not one, not two, but all three of his dreams. He begins with his bike. He stretches his legs out of his body and hops on his bike. He falls over. He picks himself up, back up and falls over again or something again. <laughs> this time it works. Do no no. He gets five feet in front of him and falls. Success. The next go, learn how to learn how to cook. Darcy is, sticks the long skewer down his spine and as, is scared to do so. He throws the leg or the logs to the flame and starts the fire. He sets up two poles on opposing sides of the fire and jumps up. He lands with himself dangling above the uh, flame and whimpers. I can't do this, he thinks. But as he feels he the the warmth from the flame, he's tickled. He laughs and yells, Excelsior. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the word was emphasis up there that yeah. I did. It's a good start. I like that he sticks his stick down his spine. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, my shit took a different turn. Um, go ahead. <laughs> all right. All right. You ever wake up and not know what to do for the day? Like there's some stale blankness hovering over any possible activity you desire to do. Well, if you do feel like this way or have, there's a story I'd like you to hear. It go, it all goes back to the Holocaust. A not so desirable time. A lot of havoc. But within moments of tragedy always sprouts some beauty. Like Tupac said, <laughs> the rose that grew from the concrete. So there goes a man, skinny to the brim, scared for his life, but eager to escape the tragedy called his life. He noticed the families in the villages being scavenged for Jewish families. And like Kevin McAllister, M Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> home alone, he wasn't going to let this fly. So he ga gathered his family around, let them know what the plan was, and this is what it was. The Germans came into town every Wednesday to come door to door, but he noticed this heavy, pudgy, Fat as fuck German <laughs> who often was behind the main group of what Hitler would deem Excelsior human beings or the new German race. This German's name was unknown to this Jewish man boy. So they <laughs> called him Fat Goy. Goy is what, an, is what a non-Jew fat is what he also was. <laughs> so Fat Goy comes to the door and knocks. Knock, knock, knock. In cliche German accent. Any Jews in there? <laughs> nice. <laughs> The family hid out back, but lay out several marshmallows on the floor, hidden from plain sight, but just poked out enough to capture Fat Goy's attention. The envisage in his face was unarguable, and so far Goy went on. He tumbled forward with his arms out like a triceratops, intercepted the marshmallows, and gobbled them up. 
The boy's family then came out and slaughtered him to death. The German lost the war and many lives were saved. The Holocaust was a tragedy and ripped any Jewish person affected by it to this day. But also, Home Alone is kind of ridiculous. How many kids do you have before one of your kids become Josh Duggar? <laughs> and how did that little boy you see the sticky bandits? I don't know, but we're going to watch it this Christmas. And to say hallelujah and thank you for listening to my story. You may still not know what to do for the day, but that sounds like a you problem. Good night. <laughs> What a fucking story! <laughs> like towards the end, I was having so much fun. <laughs> I think that was a fun. <laughs> nice. Man, I, I didn't. I didn't expect it to go that way. Man, layers. <laughs> All I'm gonna say. <laughs> I didn't expect this to go that way to be honest with you but fuck when you got words like envisage marshmallow and excelsior there's <laughs> only so much you can do <laughs> but yeah let us know which story you like <laughs> yeah we'll put a poll up or something little poll man that's fucking funny <laughs> but the Jew the, the holocaust is no laughing matter <laughs> god damn it <laughs> that's funny man <laughs> But uh, I don't know if you have anything else to say before we get to the No, nah, man. That, all I got to say is that that shit was fun. <laughs> that was pretty goddamn fun. Yeah, man. I feel like we don't even need to say anything <laughs> yeah. like other than the stories themselves. It's just the stories spoke for themselves. Yeah, man. They, take it as you will. Take it as you will. And, and that's really what we are. We're goys. To Jewish people, we're goys. That's what I learned recently. <laughs> I learned that today. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> All right, man. oh well, man! Well, now we're here at the AMC section. AMC section, nice. And we're here. We're here, man. We never left. Never left. Never left. <laughs> I never leave my home. I know, man. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But um, <clears throat> don't die, bro. COVID, you know, COVID things. It's okay. COVID things. We both have it. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody has it. But um, <clears throat> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna actually get out of here. <laughs> so uh-huh. we're at the AMC section. Yes, now. we are. And what part of the AMC section are we at? We're on albums, my friend. Yep. And uh, we've come full circle mm-hmm. as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's my turn. Yeah, man. And this one album, I was very excited to pick. Yeah, man. Because I was like, this band fucking rules, and more people need to know about them. Yes. So yes. I was like, Let's try and just blow them up as much as possible. I wish we had the fucking vinyl right here so I we know. can put it there, you know? Well, know. Maybe I'll put, I'll put one for the YouTube. But yeah. <laughs> just a little... Yeah, man. What are we talking about today, man? So, we are turking, talking... Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked it just up. Just fucked it I was dying. We are talking about turnstiles. Mm-hmm. Glow on. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. This fucking album. <laughs> um, I got a lot to say about it. In, ter- in terms of just the experience of listening to it, but before anything, when you went to go see them, you you bought tickets last minute, right? Because yeah. I read it. If you want mm-hmm. to tell that story real quick, I think it's a good story. I, I think I actually told it here. Told it here. Oh, yeah. okay, that was just a good story then. Yeah, basically <laughs> that fucking yeah. Well, like real quick, it was basically you didn't have tickets. You had to I buy didn't them. Have tickets. I bought them day of mm-hmm. from some guy on Reddit. Shout out to Reddit. Per- yep. And Shout that person to- linked someone link uh, told me to go on Twitter to find another ticket. Mm-hmm. Found another ticket on Twitter. Yeah, it was great, man. Happy you bought them because, like, at first, you know, there's a lot of concerts, this or that, when it comes to music. But, bro, this was 
an amazing fucking album. Like I'm talking amazing. The fact that you said that more people need to know about them. Like I, I'm a completely different person before and after listening to this yeah. album, and I'll, I'll expand on that later. But um, man, I couldn't say anything earlier. We were watching the videos and this and that that we'll put up for sure. But God damn, man, this is a good fucking album right here. Yeah. So before mm -hmm. we uh, filmed, I showed Frankie some videos. Mm -hmm. I showed him the two videos that I took at uh, the concerts that I went to yeah. uh, last month when I went to go see Turnstile and it was fucking great. Yeah, man. And um, I also showed him another video about Turnstile fans mm -hmm. and just the community as a whole. Um, because it's just really, I think this band is really interesting. Yeah. I think they're bringing a lot to the scene right now and it's, it's just making a lot of noise. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, this is their fourth album. Okay. It was uh, produced by Roadrunner Records. Mm -hmm. And uh, before this album, because uh, again, it came out in 2021, before this album, they had Time and Space, which Time came out Space. in 2018. That's their third album. That would, that'd be their, their third album. Mm -hmm. Time and Space earned Best of 2018 year-end accolades from the New Yorker, New York Times, Rolling Stone, and NPR. Wow. And GQ even named it one of the best albums that shaped the 2010s. Wow. So even at their last album, they made a, a lot of noise. And... I still didn't even hear of them. Mm. <laughs> I only mm. heard of them because of this album. This album that came out. Okay. And um, the the band goes as Brendan Yates on vocals. Okay. Uh, Franz Leons on the bass uh, and also vocals. Uh, Brady Ebert on lead guitar and Pat McCrory on rhythm guitar. Oh, and also uh, Daniel Fang on drums. Okay. Uh, uh, something that that has been happening to this band since the release of this album has been this incredible, just unironic glow up Yeah, man. I, with this band. No pun intended with the whole glow yeah, on. It's just, it, yeah. They've been just blowing up immen immensely since this album has been released. Mm -hmm. uh, proof of that is that they made their first TV performance last year on Seth Meyers back in December. Good. I've been on that show before. Not like as a guest. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Come on out. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> matter. But 40 years. <laughs> no, no, I went, I went to go see like the show itself and I saw, uh, I saw Seal perform. Okay. Uh, Kiss Him a Rose. You know, that's his famous song. He did it twice because he fucked up the first time. <laughs> and I saw Rain Wilson from The Office. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was promoting his book. Like something something to be weird. And then two other people I didn't even care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I used, to, I used to not think Seth Meyers that funny. I still don't think he's the funniest. But I think he's the perfect host for news. Like when he does serious news, that man can like really tell some news. Like okay. I wish he could get on the podcast, but obviously that's not. Oh man, we never know. <laughs> but good for them for being on Seth Meyers. Yeah, it's crazy. And, mm. uh, after Seth Meyers in March, they were on Jimmy Kimmel, mm. and then in May they were on Jimmy Fallon. Wow, man! So they've basically made it to almost all the late night talk show hosts. Stardom in that sense. Yeah, and. Wow. Again, this is their fourth album. It's not even like their second one or yeah. anything like that. It's all this fame is coming now. A little later. They, they also played Coachella mm -hmm. um, and Lollapalooza. Yeah, I, I saw that they were either going to, or they played it already to Lollapalooza mm -hmm. and stuff. But, bro, I mean, they deserve it. I mean, bro, like this is... I mean, legit good music. And I, 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 I man, I, I can't even go on. You go on first because I'm going to just be chatting. I'm, I really... 
I don't know how to put this in any other like category because it's it's a unique album in itself. You know, like you know, we've talked about like stuff that you recommend like somewhere city and and uh Prince Daddy and like, hyena and, and mom jeans and stuff, but this is on its own pedestal. Like I, I for like I think Prince Daddy the Hyena, even though I like Summer City a lot, Prince Daddy and the Hyena was the most like theatrical and, and like most entertaining album out of the ones that we've listened to, you know, from like in terms of punk rock and everything. Okay. But, but this one is just phenomenal. Like ten out of ten type shit. Like it's so so good and and this is not to disrespect it at all or any or anybody like lose any credibility but i think it's like one of like arctic monkeys kind of albums like old school like every song is a banger you okay. know but obviously it's a way different style and genre and this and that but i but mean that mentality yeah man like where you can just like you can first time listen to it and, in, and even doesn't matter what the fuck you listen to like it's just so good every single song and i'm i dead ass fell in love with it and i didn't expect to man i had no idea what i was walking into you know and i fucking love this album nice <laughs> yeah man well i mean i don't have any fun facts or anything like that yeah. really about this album or the band because um mm-hmm. Well, something that i did learn uh that uh i can point out on the second song but um Mm-hmm. In the, the, for the second song in the album blackout yeah uh, it ends with that sort of like mm-hmm. uh really plain not plain like i don't know how how, how to describe it like hollowed uh drum i think i put donkey kong if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken the song uh yeah i wrote out with the jungle outro and then because it, it has that like, little congo sound and everything you know so yeah, yeah like that kind of like congo mm-hmm. like drum uh kit noise uh is because brendan yates used to be a drummer before he sang oh okay and so he's explained that he's used to having a lot of physicality because mm. uh something that i feel like was kind of hard to not notice and and in any of their live videos mm. is the energy this dude oh, brings yeah. on stage yeah and how it invokes it into the crowd like that yeah. energy is completely transferred and through every like the range in this album is ridiculous like that that's one thing that i really appreciated um i just feel that you know if you really just like rock only like there may be some songs that you're like okay maybe this is not my like, cup of tea but I even then, I mean, the songs that are like sing songy or like kind of like, you know, have that little like, oh, I'm shopping in Hollister type, you know, sound, you know, what I'm trying to say like, I think um, it was an underwater boy has that little feel, you know, but but to me, what I respect is when artists are not afraid to branch out of any genre or like don't stick with one thing. Like I have a my, a friend of mine who's an artist who wants he like he does hip hop and rap, but he wants a song that that sounds more like reggaeton, you know. Okay. And I'm like, do it. And he's like, I am. He's like, I'm gonna make every sound for every occasion, for every moment, and for every mind. And like to me, like I love this album now, but middle school me would have fucking <laughs> loved this shit, you know. Like it would have been one of those things like, no fucking way, like this exists, you know. And and I'm me growing up now, I just extremely love this shit more, you know. And, and I'm t- I can't explain to you how much how good this is musically you yeah, know uh, actually a fun fact i do have now that i'm yeah. remembering uh when i when i was at work not too long yeah. ago i was playing my playlist mm-hmm. and mystery came on okay and at that moment two customers came in and i noticed them yeah that the guy was wearing a turnstile t-shirt look at that, look at that. and i was like huh <laughs> how, what are the what are the odds that that's like actually like referring Universe to the band shit. yeah and so I asked him, I just, I went up, I was like, oh, like, is that like a turnstile shirt? And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I, I love that band. And they, 
they're like, yeah, they were great. Oh, were you at the concert yeah. uh, when they came here? And I was like, oh yeah, I went to the Queens one. And they were like, me yeah, too. Nice, man. And I was like, nice. And it was just this, this really like cool moment. Like genuine moment of music. Yeah. You know, so music sprouts, those little good interactions, you know? like And all while that song is playing. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's like a god or something. <laughs> I hate you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, the, the, I, I feel that, you know, especially when it comes to TLC, like, you know, I know we're bouncing around and stuff, like, but remember, like, the lyric is like, thank you for letting me be myself, for letting me see myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I, earlier I was telling you how that, that song, what was it? I, I fucking didn't, I could look it up right now real quick. But what, what this album really what I really enjoy is that there's so much homages. In my opinion, I think there's a lot of homages. The song is by Maceo and All the King's Men that came out in 1970. You know, it's like, thank you for letting me be myself. Compared to TLC where it's like, thank you for, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's in, I feel like in this, in this album, they, they take that, they homage it. I feel like they sound like they have Daft Punk sound in there. They have Red Hot Chili Peppers, like lyricism. They have Beastie Boys shouting. Like they have all this, beautiful rain like a platter like a, here's a beautiful <laughs> platter of what we can homage but it's, it's going to be our own you know because what art influences art you know mm-hmm. and it was it art life imitates art or whatever life imitates art. yeah but but this this whole album like those little sectors of just you know like i hear this sound this sound they have uh, um features like blood orange and stuff which i've heard before mm-hmm. but like who cares about that before so all i care about them <laughs> is them and this turns to album and <laughs> And they take you from this, like, I showed you earlier, the Beavis and Butthead, like, headbanging, like, dun, 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 you know? And then it'll be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it's just such a wave of freedom, you know? Ah, oh, man. Like, I I heard a song on the treadmill. Like, the first time I ran, like, not uh-huh. the first time, but I was just running. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I got to listen to the album and stuff. And usually I like to listen to the lyrics. Like, look at the lyrics as I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. But my first listen was on the treadmill. And I was like, hey, I just got to listen to it full through. Man, like it just was incredible. Cause you know when when you're running, you feel this like really good. You feel like this runner's high, almost like they say. But man, like I, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, why is this album not three I, hours long? I always listen to our albums first without the lyrics, yeah, and then with the lyrics. Yeah, man, it's and and for me, you don't even have to listen to look at the lyrics for this because they are pretty simple. You mm-hmm. know, there's a couple I picked up on, but mostly to me, this is. This is like sex for years. Like, it's so good, man. I don't know how to explain it. And I, how did they get it right every single song? Oh, you, you know what's another fun fact? What's up? You remember when, uh, <laughs> when you, uh-huh. me, and Brian went to that bar in Brooklyn where you played pool? Yes, yes, I do. The Levy. They yeah. they played Blackout at some point. No way. That, that's uh, dope. That day. And I and I wanted to be like, oh, I know this song. <laughs> but I, I, I knew you guys would have been like, oh, that's cool. Go with your IPAs and put the flannel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh. I wanted to be like, you guys got to listen to these guys. Nah, man. It, that's, that's the beauty of this podcast right here. You know what I'm trying to say? Because any other day, like, say, if you had recommended it to me, like, yeah, would probably take me some time like i have so much movies and albums people recommend and stuff then i'm like yeah i'll get to it i'll get to it but but like it's not that we're being forced to listen to it but obviously we have to know what we're talking about mm-hmm. but man like uh, this is something that i think like if you're a music lover of any sort like this is one of those albums that forever in history will always be preserved and sound good no matter what 
you know like and it's not even one of those like mainstream songs that you'll see in a movie even though you can you know but it's one of those where it's like oh no that's a that's a fucking banger right there you know like <laughs> which, which song every single one of them <laughs> you know I, i'm not trying to just hype it up i'm not trying to just be kind to it i'm not trying to this and that like bro this came out 2021 no fucking way bro <laughs> no <laughs> no fucking way man it, it's, it's really good yeah, like, yeah i mean uh another another interesting thing yeah. um is that uh Ah, fuck! I, I lost my train of thought. You, you, you got me with, but, you, with yeah. you just like falling head over heels. Yeah, right now. man, I'm telling you, bro. It, it's it's ten out of ten. It's it's like on, on my like you know like rating system and this and that. I think like this is a this is an album for everyone, but especially for music lovers. You know, like it's. Um, hopefully, you get your thought back. You know, because I, I want. I would, but again, mystery. Like, like, like again, that's a. Like again, I, the, the the lyrics aren't even the focus for me. It's the sound because at the end they have like the Daft Punk spacey ending. But mm. I want I wanted to, I wanted to say this just because uh, this was funny because I was writing on the treadmill like for Black Route like Blackout when it starts like I forget exactly how it starts but I know it has a strong start like I was like yeah and I wrote oh shit and then I wrote I'll kill someone to the song not just kidding I said I would just get hype and exercise to it been reading too much crime punishment and then and then um I said the ending gives me Metallica vibes, right? And from a guess, because I don't listen to this much, Slayer vibes. Like okay. this little, like, again, Beavis and Bio, like, na 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 like, breaking the law. That's what Beavis and Bio <laughs> said. And then, again, I write the jungle intro, and then just the range at the end is ridiculous, bro. <laughs> ridiculous, man. And, uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean, like to just kind of go through the track list, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can go through it real quick and mm -hmm. then we can just keep bouncing around. For sure, for sure. But uh, the track list goes Mystery, mm -hmm. and it goes Blackout. Don't play, underwater boy, holiday, humanoid slash shake it up, endless, yep. fly again, alien love call, wild world, dance off, new heart design, TLC turnstile love connection, and no surprise. Yeah, oh, and uh, lonely desires. Yes. So that that those are tracks. Also, something I think you probably noticed is that this is actually a more uh, lengthier album compared to other albums I brought. To some like, extent, because it's still pretty fast. Like, like to me, it's it's still like a 30, 40 minute album. Stuff. I think it's like forty something yeah. minutes. But yeah, you're right because the other albums are more so like twenty, thirty in and out. Like, psh. I so, did notice that though. So there, there's definitely, I guess you would, I guess you could say a little more substance to yeah. this album compared to other albums that we've looked at before that I've brought up. Mm -hmm. um, but to kind of go through my notes, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, mystery is such a great opener yes, with, it is. with the little like intro. Yeah, man. And it's just, it's the way it has this electric, like yeah. feeling as it just opens up to just cut to the straight distortion of the guitar Yes, to straight. Exactly, man. It, to me, I, I say it, it reflects the range that this album is going to show you. Like at first, this is a little, like in the beeps, then it's like a light guitar. And then again, what you just said, you know it's just like this is what you're gonna get and and you could you if you don't like it you suck <laughs> like you just don't know real music go listen to friday by rebecca black <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say like if you really genuinely enjoy a musical experience like this is where you should be at you know and i'm telling you man this shit was just ridiculous um yeah i mean mystery such a great song it's yeah. like the it the chorus is so sing along yeah, it, it's just like it you can't not sing along to it yeah. I, it 
every time I go to a concert, it's always such a relieving feeling when I sing a song and, and everyone everybody else, else is singing. Yeah. I'm like, you can't oh, resist okay, that. thank God. Like, I'm not the only one that knows this song. They just put the spotlight on you like, who's this loser? <laughs> <laughs> who's this outcast? Everybody point and laugh. <laughs> loser. <laughs> and you just put your tail between your legs and just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was just such a great feeling because I showed you the the video yeah, history that they played at. at I got the chosen, man. I got chosen, and I'm a hundred percent buying a ticket to go. Like I don't care what I got to pay, man. There's other concerts <laughs> I want to see. Kikuti soon. He's coming out with concert soon. And everything nice. and this and that. Like there's a lot of people, but I, I want to see Elton John. Hopefully, I can see Elton John. But that shit is expensive. Yeah, it's Elton Damn, John. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Calm down, John. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Elton John gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he does give a fuck. <laughs> I would, I would love to see him perform. But this is uh, I, I'm 100% buying a ticket to this. Like I have to go see this live, man. Like last yeah. I saw, or I mean today when I got my ticket, yeah. it's 55 bucks. What 55 the fuck? Schmeckles. They don't. They don't even know how they could be charging 400 dollars. People go, man. <laughs> what? I'm so happy to say that. 55 like, schmeckles, schmeckles is expensive oh, for this. Man. I guess, but I'm paying those schmeckles, bro. I, go, I was expecting like 200. I saw 55. I said, Eesh, I'll do it. But <laughs> damn, Kid Cudi tickets are like 261 to set at the front. I'm buying them though. <laughs> I'm going, bro. That's Kid Cudi, man. I will be like, I will just cut myself as I watch <laughs> and sing all his sad songs. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but but one thing, um, real like, so I saw on the poster, right? That uh, I, I mentioned earlier, like JPEG Mafia, somebody that's gonna be at the shows. Mm -hmm. And let me let me actually show you the tracklist for one of his albums, uh, Veteran, right? So this is also oh, you weren't joking when you said that you oh, fucked with. Them. I swear to God, and and it's a one guy, and it's not like I'm a huge, huge fan. Veteran is the second album, but there's a song called "Baby I'm Bleeding." Mind you, this is a completely different sound. Like this is not even like rock at all. This is more like hip hop, but also more so just just crazy noises and stuff. And and JPEG Mafia is an interesting, interesting, very famous person. I think for being artsy, like they're like the. I, I I may sound ignorant because I'm not the biggest fan, but like the Banksy or like this modern artist of music, I think so. They're to okay. be appreciated, but I don't know how you would feel about him. But let me read you the track list, right? Okay. It's uh 1539 North Calvert, Rio Nega or Niga, <laughs> N E G A, Thug Tears, uh Dayrum, Baby I'm Bleeding, which is my favorite song. My thoughts on Neo Gaff dying, Rock and Roll is Dead, DD Form 214, Germs, Libtard Anthem. Panic emoji, DJ Snitch bitch interlude, Whole Foods, Macaulay Culkin, Williamsburg, I cannot fucking wait till Morrissey dies, Rainbow Six, fourteen eighty eight, and Curb Stomp. Okay, that's interesting as fuck. I've only listened to like yeah, I've only listened to like three or four songs of the album, but I really like Baby I'm Bleeding. But when you hear it, you'll be like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> I got I gotta listen. Got, no, it's you it's know very what? interesting. I'm gonna wait till the concert. Wait till the concert. Oh, I, I like I like doing that. I, yeah? I like uh, when I go to concerts. I like no. experience the openers nice. uh, for the first time. Then. Nice. Well, I'm I'm telling you, like for me. It's not even saying like, oh, if you like this album, you like that music, his music. It's it's very different, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand people who wouldn't like JPEG Mafia's music. But to me, that just shows how much Turnstile is willing to just collaborate with so much different sound, and how much they understand about music. And I'm sure that they don't just listen to just one genre; they have like this ridiculous range of shit. Yeah, I mean, if they have someone like Blood Orange, come yeah, on, man. and like the, there definitely is some sort of. Uh, 
like hip hop rhythm yes, to, yes. to some of the songs yeah, I would man. say where it's like, there's just this almost like undeniable mm-hmm. like movement to it where it's just, it feels like a hip hop song yeah. at some points where it's just, you can't like not bop your head yeah, to man. it. And then it just has that soothingness of like, not even R&B, just it's electronic almost with, it's just a mixture of everything. Man. It, it's a, it's like, it's like a dish, right? It's like so many ingredients that go into it, man. It's, I don't know, man. This this shit gets me excited because I heard it again today on, on the treadmill also, and I was just like, oh yeah, no, this shit is a banger. <laughs> like like this shit is so good, man. Like ding, ding. like I just I can't I can't get over it. Man. Yeah, I mean, mm. other notes I got. Um, I mean, blackout is great. It it's uh it. It's got such a great riff to yeah. it, and it's so loud, like many other songs yeah. in this album, but it's so good. Yeah, my earphones were telling me, lower the music. I was like, no. <laughs> I'd rather go deaf. <laughs> Don't Play is also good. Mm. I really like the one line that he says where he says, release my mind, my garden grows. Mm. And it's just like- it, I like that. It's almost like a psychedelic kind of uh, yeah. uh, line. Some Beatles shit. <laughs> I, I, really, I really like that line. That is a really nice line, actually. Rele- release my mind, my garden grows. That's beautiful. And uh, I, I, I also really like the riff uh, to "Don't Play" because it, mm. it's, uh, it's again, it's got that sort of wavering back and yeah, forth, man. like dan it, dan it, dan it, yeah, man. And for me, I mean, that that's just like again, I wanted to hang bang in the gym, bro. <laughs> like I don't like I don't often want to do that, but I was like, this is fuck badass. Like this, <laughs> this is badass as fuck, man. I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Underwater boy is fucking phenomenal. That's a great song. That and that's that's when you get this little like oh. Like that's that's the one that I mentioned that I was like, oh, this sounds like Hollister music. But no, before you get <laughs> mad at that, like just real good, like oh, I want to, I want to hear the song for the rest of my life. <laughs> like it's it's a very beautiful song. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so good. It's it's got a pretty uh, mm-hmm. uh, chill music video to it too. I believe that. I believe that. But yeah, Underwater Boy is great. Mm-hmm. Holiday is fucking great. Green Day. <laughs> holiday I, i'm only i i don't know why i haven't thought about that i used to know how to play that song too you should cover that song i love that song bro uh tony hawk if i'm not mistaken tony hawk pro skater i forget which one all i would be doing i think i was playing on a psp or something but no a ps2 sorry oh my god what a fucking good ass song wow get eyeliner you know I know it has nothing to do with turnstile, but again, like I'm not sure if that's any influence there or nothing, but badass. Mm. I I I also love the I want to celebrate part of that. Song yeah, yeah. Because um, when they played it live, right before they played it, Brendan Yates is like, "All right, guys, let's celebrate." And I was <laughs> like, awesome. "Oh, I know what's coming on. <laughs> Fuck yeah!" Nice. <laughs> and it's just everyone just shouts that one part because it's like because i again uh like how you mentioned the lyrics aren't mm. super important yeah. to this album it's more so feel right? there's you know? more of a feeling to it but there are lyrics that stick out for sure yeah and i want to celebrate is definitely one of those lyrics yeah. and because it that line was definitely shouted every time at the concert and then right before i see right here it says too bright to live too bright to die beauty is built not from outside that's that's fucking gorgeous that's yeah. like a really beautiful thing to hear and and that that matters, man, because like especially when you notice it, like it matters to people singing it. Because yeah, like that us, you know, <laughs> fuck, you know, standards that people, you know, hold each other to, physically. It doesn't matter about that. And uh, from holiday, we go to humanoids, shake it up, mm-hmm. which uh, which is just a real quick song. Yeah, uh, it's it it's almost like they had two songs and couldn't decide. <laughs> yeah, it's super like, fucking. Let's just make fun. it into one. Yeah, man. Um, I was gonna say. 
uh, yes, there's a song here. I don't know if it's this one, but it's like 53 seconds long. Like there's one song I think towards the end. I think that's just oh. 53 seconds. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a no surprise. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to talk about endless because I think endless has a great verse. If you could read the verse to that song, yeah, I have, I have it right here. Uh, let's see. It says the first, the, right? The first one or the second one? First oh, verse. The, the, uh, same thing, same, right? Yeah. Brain is in the clouds, shot down every time I come around and try to get it off the ground. Following a feeling in my heart. Even if it all just falls apart. When I hit a wall, I got to break in, break in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's just like that. Again, there are some lyrics that just stick out in that yeah, album man. to me. And it's just, you know, this idea of just brain in the clouds yeah, shot man. down from the sky. It's yeah. just That's pretty dope, man. It's pretty, it's figurative. And it's just also just, again, you can relate to it and you can feel it. You can feel the lyrics, man. And, and it's true. Um, yeah. Man, super I, impressive. And then we have Fly Again, which mm-hmm. has that really like uh, discordant disc piano intro mm-hmm. where you, you have no idea how this song is going <laughs> to start. And then you just have the slide of the guitar. Yeah. And I love that, man. I feel like that's important. And that's one thing I wanted to say about this type of like, would you say this is punk rock or what would you say it is? This is considered more hardcore like music because i because um, i like this like this is my sound of rock that i mean i like again i like everything and i don't just say that i just genuinely do this is why we do a podcast because every all music is amazing but like this is the rock to me that like is just so appealing you know it's so <laughs> hardcore and just like it sounds like it sounds like like i don't know how how accurate i'm saying this but like if ACDC or Led Zeppelin was like handling the guitar, you know, not singing, not their sound, not any of this, but just like how old school people would just like a guitar, like, you know, and like just those old school concerts where you pay like three schmeckles to go inside and just fucking, you know, do mess in the corner or some shit like that. And the fact that they have people going on the stage, I know it's a risk and, you know, COVID or even just like danger, but to have people go on the stage, which is the video you showed me and stuff, I think that's one of the most biggest compliments you can give your fans. Like, we love you, you know, like we love you enough to come to the stage with us. Yeah. You know, that's dangerous, man. Like, people will go crazy and this and that, but, you know. I mean, uh, just. It uh, t- to talk about Prince Eddie and Hyena for yeah. a second. When I went to go see them live, uh, like just a week after I saw Turnstile, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> You're blessed. But um, mm-hmm. fucking, there was no barriers to the to the stage, nice. so there was just stage diving left and right mm-hmm. at that show. And there was there were a couple few times where the lead singer Corey uh would throw his arm around a fan and like that's sing awesome. along with the fan and stuff. And uh, there were a couple times where mm-hmm. uh members from the other bands would start stage diving. That's awesome. And so it's just you know there in uh, that video I showed you yeah. of like why Turnstile fans are like this. But there's just this feeling freedom and trust. The and I. I, I've expressed this before on mm. Ask NYC and stuff, but just mm. like punk rock and like yeah, just uh, this sort of rock in general. It's just like it's, it's a, a cu- release of emotions. It's a culture. It's a culture. It, it's, it's a culture and it's just mm-hmm. like it's it, it's so much. Yeah, it, man. And it's it says so much with so little. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. And and I always think back to that guy. I always forget his name, the lead singer of Slipknot, when he was like, everybody's music is fine, but rock is the only music. Well, they said, he said heavy metal, but I think just with the rock in general is the only music you you like listen to with your body. Like you listen to it with your like 
everything you have and you express yourself through it. And I can see that with that. Man, I've only been to the Menzinger show that with you and stuff like that, but that shit was crazy. Like yeah. <laughs> Turnstile was yeah, man. nuts. Bro, I couldn't even, I, I, they, I had the were, urge to do that shit. There were a couple times where I was scared for my life <laughs> because I, I'd go into the pit and some dude would just be fucking moshing yeah. hard, just w- swinging his arms and someone would push me and I'd get so close to their arms yeah, like yeah, swinging. I'd be like, know. oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I should never forget. I never forget in the Menzinger show when I was coming back with two two drinks and everything everything was chill. We had these like liberal artists at the beginning. They were like Joe Biden, Trump. Like they were strumming their guitar so soft and singing. And I'm like, oh, I guess what this is the show of me. And I'm like halfway to you. I'm like, where's Avi? Where's Avi? And then the Menzingers come on. They're like, ah! and then they start playing. And then I know you can't see from those listening, but I'm just like, oh my god, I'm just like shaking my drinks. They like all fall out. I'm just making sure to drink them. Before. <laughs> but I pretty much spilled three fourths of the drinks because everybody's going crazy. Dude, at the Turnstile show, yeah. as soon as Mystery began and we all piled in, yeah. there was this one dude who just fucking threw his drink completely <laughs> yeah, back. Bro. His drink just went completely back and landed on Josh. Like, it was insane, man. Like at that's as funny, soon as the man. show begins, yeah. all 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 bets are off. Like, that's it. That's funny as fuck, man. Well, I, I envision that happening with this, but I also feel like there's moments too where it's just serenity, where it was just yeah. calm, man. Especially with I know like this might be skipping. Oh no, after flag and alien love call. Yes, that's a that's a like I right here I write disrupting the rock and roll, uh, with some serenity. That's what I write. Can't be the only yeah, man. one. Uh, yeah, man. I write really dope. I only know so much about Blood Orange, but it's a song that may not suit the album for people who want to know our rock. But this is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I write right here. To yeah. to step back real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I just wanted to point out the line mm-hmm. that they say again and fly again. Mm-hmm. Um, still can't fill the hole you left behind. Oh yeah. It like that that was just simply, another line that just jumps out so simple it yeah. just says so much with so little yeah and it's just the way he just shouts it and like with the echo behind it behind mm-hmm. it's so it's so good Nah, even even just reading it now and hearing it out you're right like the, sometimes saying the least is just saying the most because that is just crazy like you know everybody knows how that feels yeah you know, everybody knows how that feels it's crazy <laughs> But yeah. then uh, after Alien Love Call, after that, after that jammer, we go mm-hmm. to Wild World. Yep. And oh man, <laughs> I love this song. Yeah, man. I Such thought it was spelled. Yeah. I thought it was spelled. I thought it was spelled W R. Is it spelled W R L D in the in the album? Yeah. Okay, is that right here? Spelled like the God and Goat himself, Juice World. <laughs> For those that <laughs> I don't know, that <laughs> really love that guy. <laughs> I guess I'll just throw that in there. <laughs> but this is this is this is where I write um uh like Beastie Boys shouts and singing, but still maintaining that refreshing rock where you headbang and just feel badass. I wrote crowd must go crazy with this song, but all the other songs too. And I could see a W W E star coming out of this. Okay, you know what I, I mean? Like I you know, hundred percent. Like, and that could be like, um, I, I wish that I hope that happens for their money. You know what I'm trying to say? And then <laughs> to put off their music and stuff like that. But, but you yeah. know, I I'm I'm curious to see what you think about this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Pup, mm-hmm. uh, another punk band. Yeah. Um, they have some songs that they do not like okay. that they've made. Uh, because they they've been put on uh like skate 
albums oh. not like skate the game but just mm. like skate games mm-hmm. like tony hawk and whatever just mm-hmm. any of those sort of games those songs have been put in uh uh like the soundtracks so okay some of those games and so they don't like those songs that's that interesting made. that's i mean you know that for some reason i doubt he listens to this but it reminds me of a friend of mine called aj right uh he ever since i was growing up was the big like still probably is one of the big, biggest music heads i know like he has a studio in his house nice. like, like his dad loves rock and roll like he knows his shit i hope we can have him on the podcast one day but i feel like he's the type to tell me like he's i remember when i was younger he would be the one like if you were wearing a uh was it a thrasher shirt mm-hmm. he'll be like do an eye bro do an eye bro take your shirt off <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know before people like <laughs> you know like you dead ass would do that shit all the time but he knew his music you know like and and i always aspired to know music like he did because my my biggest goal in my life is to hear a song and to be like oh yeah 1946 that person you know like i just love music that much but it's hard because there's so much music so like with that being said I don't know. I'm back and forth with that because I think that when it comes to like not just skate or more per Tony Hawk, I feel like that's where my love of where my recognition of rock kind of sprouted, you know, and in many ways because I did my own research. But in Tony Hawk, when or like even um, it's a big BMX game. I just feel so bad. I don't know it now. It's like a BMX. Fuck, I forgot the name of it. It's such a good game. BMX <laughs> Let's see if I could like. It's like like it's like a his name starts with a B. Let me see real quick so I don't fuck Mr. This BMX. Up. Mr. BM- <laughs> BMX video game. I'm pretty sure it starts with the B. Let's see. PS2. I know it's a game. I know it's a Yes, yes. Matt Hoffman. Matt, Matt Hoffman. Hoffman. Pro BMX 2. <laughs> that was my shit, man. That was, and like, oh, man. If I, I'm about to look up the track list because I feel that when I was younger, maybe now it's different, but I love the music from those games. And a lot of people know, um, know what's it called? Tony Hawk, but yeah. I feel like this one was a little underrated because they had some fucking good ass music. I um, mean, I again, I I thought mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to bring it up because it's because when I listen to this album, I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, these would be songs that be put into like yeah. skate games for sure, and they would be they would be like, let's go back, like look for for oh, this is that's funny. There actually is a song as a as a game called BMX XXX. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Uh, I want to. Is it naked like bike riding? <laughs> it's fucking bear gross. <laughs> Let's see if I can look up the because because this one is actually pretty cool too. Look, let me just read you some names from the BMX XXX: Green Day, Nerd, Three One One, Saliva, Sublime, Alien Breed, uh, Taking Back Sunday, Trust Company, Motley Crue, Ten Foot Pole, De La Soul, Newfound Glory, KRS One, and Brand New Sin. I mean, these are Eric B and Rakim. Like these are real big names. Like yeah. on both it's sides. It's interesting you said three one one. Three is it a three? I say three eleven. Three eleven. <laughs> you know I, what? I don't know if there's like a right way of is, saying it. Is that is that the people that did this shit before, or is that some other band? Like. Uh, like the Illuminati thing? No. <laughs> what, what are you doing with that? There's a band that was so fucking famous when I was in middle school. 303. 303? Do you remember them? I, I remember them. I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I hated them just because of the one famous song they had or whatever. I don't even remember them. Oh, they're, my they're God. banger. I think it was like... No, no, that's a different song. But oh my god, bro, I was I despise those motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. That's maybe I'm just being a hater. But everybody fucking loved these motherfuckers, and I was like, I hate these guys. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. I gotta. I'm so obsessed with knowing this track list. So sorry, uh, Turnstile. I just gotta know. Okay, Matt. Hoffman, okay, this is Matt Hoffman. Matt Hoffman's 
uh, thingy. So let's see. They have, bro, I mean, the look, the, the Stone Roses, Static X, Outcast, Paris, Jurassic 5, Deltron, 3030, Agent Orange, Face to Face, Pennywise, Bad Brains, Pale. I mean, look, like, do you, I don't even know any of these motherfuckers, but I was in love with all this Dr. Elmo. <laughs> like, just... But that that's that had some good music, and I feel like that only led to me finding out more music, especially with like Tony Hawk and stuff like that. So, I know that's a long answer, but I feel teachers on like the artists at the end of the day is maybe they just want their music only heard in certain like by people, and not just like video games and stuff. Because I guess they get ignored when it comes to certain games too. Yeah, you know? I'm, I mean, I think that's mostly what it is because mm-hmm. I I think at that point they don't have full control of like where of like if the song gets put on like a skate mm-hmm. game or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think the band has a final say. You on think that. that's record company? I think that's record company. Oh, okay. So I think I think that definitely also has a hand in it where they're yeah. kind of like we didn't agree to this. If this that's the case, then I completely agree. Like I I hundred because that should be up to you. You know, because then you end up being on some fucking whack ass game where it's just like, I don't want to be on this fucking, you know, <laughs> but um, but like, like, I know, you know, a song like Sister Nancy, Bam Bam, you know, it's like, um, it, you know, it for sure. I just can't sing it right now because I forget how it goes. Mm. Like, bum, 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 beat em, bum, uh. you know what I'm talking about? But on the bum, bum. Like, that song was on Skate and I knew that song forever before Skate. But I'm like, good for Skate for putting the song on their shit so like future kids can know what the song is and like know what real music is, you know? Like I think skate skating and, and music has always been unanimous, right? Oh, yeah. It's always been, and even clothes. I loved buying skate clothes when I was younger. I loved it all, bro. <laughs> like ice cream, uh, Alien Warehouse, I think that's what it's called. Like um, all these, cra- like, you know, like, I forgot the the Spanish guys, uh, something Rodriguez, Paul Rodriguez, like this. Mm-hmm. All, you know, like I was familiar with them because of these games, and I bought their clothes and I wore their stuff because I loved it. <laughs> DC shoes before nobody started wearing them again. <laughs> you know, like yeah, man. I, I just the culture with I know now we're kind of beholding with the skate in the in like skating culture, but I love skating culture. It's always dope. You know, and I mean, you know, these guys just kind of embody that. Yeah, like, man. yeah, <laughs> they 100 percent do. And yeah, like I, I I don't think it's too off topic to really mm-hmm. even talk about nice. those sort of things. Because nice. it's like it mm. just kind of comes back to the culture of it. It's yeah. like this is a culture in itself. Yeah, man. And uh, like I said before, these guys definitely fall into more of the hardcore genre. Mm-hmm. They also fall into the DIY genre, which uh, uh, which just means do it yourself. Okay, not that um, I know, but like in what way though? Like how how is that? So uh, mm-hmm. I, I actually had to explain this to to uh, Jordan not too okay. long ago because uh, he was surprised to hear that that's even a genre. Mm. Um, but DIY is just kind of when you don't have a producer, you make your own music. Oh, badass! That's dope as fuck. So yeah. it's just these guys are making their own music and mm. they don't really have like a producer it, like per se. Like, like mixing it and stuff like that. They just kind of. Like they might have, they, they'll have like a mixer uh-huh. and things like that, but they don't have like a one person being like, oh, I think maybe we need to do this or we like maybe navigate need to navigate them that. to certain yeah. areas. Okay. They, like a mixture between a manager and like a, was it, would that be a manager or would that be more like. Well, uh, well, a producer is, is the manager of an album. Mm. Like the, like the producer is basically like the director so got you got you got you so they without a producer you're just doing it yourself pretty mm-hmm. much um that makes a lot of sense. I, didn't, I didn't know that yeah Shit. so it so these guys fall into the diy genre and stuff mm-hmm. because they don't have a producer they're just doing it themselves Good for them bro and which is yeah which yeah. is fucking awesome was it like if you need a job done right you do it yourself or something like yeah that? <laughs> 
But uh-huh. uh, to to finish off with the album, yeah. uh, we left off on Wild World. Mm-hmm. We go off to Dance Off. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the lines where he says, the world is changing, or is it me who's not the same? Oof, that's dope. That gives me some vibes of, I don't know, this is just top of the head, maybe not, but Cosmic Throw Seekers, Pins Dan, the Hyena, you know, going through that whole, like, I guess, what was it, like, the drug trip that he had wrong and this mm-hmm. and that? Like, I feel like that. And I don't know if it was this one where there was a lyric that said, um, no, it was in Mystery. The lyric was, uh, I know you're scared of running out of time. Yeah. And I feel like that also sums up a lot of that stuff. Like, I feel that that message is using music a lot, but it's relative to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are literally all running out of time and stuff. And and with this song, Dance Off, I wrote this. I wrote my least favorite song, but in saying so, it's not to say it's bad because nothing on this album is. Just the weakest of all, but like, it's like if there was a whole group of bodybuilders and this song is the only one not on steroids. (laughs) Okay. Ending is pretty dope though with the squeaky. (laughs) Because they have this real like tight squeeze, like, you know, guitar and everything. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like there's not a bad song in this album at all. But uh, then we go to New Heart Design, mm-hmm. which I think has such a great riff in it because yes. the effect that they put on it like creates such a 70s vibe, yeah. I think. like It sounds like a song that came out from the 70s. I like it just as amazing you said that because right here I have, what a groovy, funky, and chill switch up. I'm at the beach <laughs> smoking a J and softly headbanging. <laughs> and then for some reason I wrote, dogs must love the song. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Just because. <laughs> for the dogs. <laughs> for the dogs. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely throw it in for no reason, but that that ass. <laughs> nah, I I another thing I love about this song mm. is um that sample that they have at the end of that yes. little kid. Yeah, man, hell yeah. There, there's just something about that that's just like it yeah. wrenches the heart, man. I'm like, oh fuck. I agree. I yeah. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, enjoy Badass's album. I forgot what it is. It's, it's like the best song on the album or more mainstream song. And it's on his new album. I think it's a Merrick Merrick like K K K and at the end, it's, it's it that that one, like his hits home because it's the same idea. It's the same like kid talking to the mic, but it, it's really sad. Like it, it, basically, the kid is like talking in a very little kid voice, and he's like, "Yeah, I keep killing black people because you know you don't like how we are, and all we're trying to do is just smile and stop killing us." And this and like it just really hits home, and it's really harsh, but it's really true, you know. And when you hear from a kid's voice, and that goes back to Kanye, you know, because Kanye and one of his I'm not saying that this is all because of Kanye West and stuff, but like. Uh, at the end of one of Kanye West's songs, I think it's Family Business. It's a little kid, very punitive voice. And at the end of the song, Family Business is a beautiful song. At the end, it goes, let's get Stevie out of jail. You know, and mm-hmm. it just hits home because now you got like two black artists talking about like black people in prison and black people getting killed all the time. I'll show you after this because it's really, really heart wrenching. But I really like that here. Not to like go to the sadness element of it, but nothing like a kid's voice telling you some shit. Yeah. You know, and it really like it, it releases the purity within yourself, and it's like fuck, like maybe I should go home, but like this is gonna be depressing. But like when I was younger, stuff like that, like I can imagine a really bad day. I got drunk, it was really sad, and like you just hear that, and you're like, go home, and it's like, what is home? Yeah. You know, Oof. <laughs> you know, just some really depressing shit. <laughs> you know, and it hits home, but it's it's music. That's the beauty of music. It's about the moment you listen to it and how you interpret it during. 
You know? Yeah, it, it, it's just like the way he, like that little kid says it, because it's like, yeah. I don't think they even recorded it for this album. Mm. I think that's just something that exists out like there. Like sampled, right? Yeah, I think that's just a sample mm. that exists out there. I, would, I wouldn't and be surprised. I would just love to know what it's from, because Ooh. why is this kid saying this? Yeah. And it's just... It's dope. Nah, it, I love shit like that, man. It, it, yeah, it's just such a great, like, little inclusion to end the song. Oh, yeah. just like, Daddy, please come home. Yeah. Please, oh. please come home. And it's when it's a kid, you can't resist it, man. Um, oof. I, this is going to be way too diving deep into it. But when I was reading some articles about the Ovalde stuff and, and the people talking about it, and to take from that, all I'm going to say is that what they said is, like, like the most innocent and purest form of a human being is children, mm-hmm. you know? And, and just what that devil did to those kids you know like and when you hear voices like that telling you stuff like that that message is crude but real you know and jesus christ <laughs> yeah, yeah not to get too like <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, then we get to a fucking banger oh man this this is the most impressive i can't even say it's my favorite because i love so much songs here but this is the most impressive song to me on this whole <laughs> album it is tlc uh turnstile love connection so good and the, the video you showed me like with the fans like going along with it uh-huh wow man they they, wow. they i think uh for their entire tour that song was their outro song oh so wow. at my concert that i went to for it uh with that outro it was just it fucking hit man, yeah, man. like everyone was singing it and they uh, they did the same thing in the video that i showed you where yeah. they uh did the sample at the end and just mm-hmm. kept letting it go good and man. it was just like everyone was just chilling and vibing and stuff like josh is like so you're trying to head out i'm like no, no man. <laughs> Fuck out i'm trying to fucking enjoy <laughs> this yeah, until there's complete silence and even then that's when <laughs> We leave, bro. They, it's like leaving a baseball game early or any sports event early or like a movie. You don't leave until you're absolutely sure. Or like a Marvel movie to say, you know? Like you stay for the fucking credits. <laughs> and, and that's the movie where, well, first of all, like again, like the only reason I showed you the sample comes from the Marseille and all the Kings, man. Like mm-hmm. that song is super influential in not just that area, but also like our, our, um, hip-hop. Like they, they sample that and hip-hop's all about sampling and all that stuff. But, but to me, like I write, what an ultimate song. And I write, I want to thank you for letting me see Be Myself or Homage lyrics. But the ending is just amazing. The most impressive song to me. And I mean, I love this song, man. Like this song is so good. And I just wish it was longer, you know, like I'm about to edit it and reloop it myself. <laughs> so I could just walk along to it. But what a what an excelsior song <laughs> that I envisage <laughs> and would eat marshmallows to. <laughs> Feels nice. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, yeah it's, no, it's this fucking, song is a banger, man. Yeah, it, man. It's so good. I mean, uh, oh, they something so cool is that they have uh, merch mm. that says on the back of it, "Thank you for letting me be myself." Oh, and I'm like, fuck, I wish I had I money know, to get that <laughs> yeah. shirt, man. Yeah, that's a that's a dope ass shirt, bro. Hell yeah. And it. it's it's such a good song. It's yeah. just like the the chant at the end. It's just yeah. like everyone in the crowd is fucking singing that chant. There's not a single person not singing those words. Yeah, and it's it's so good. So fucking good. That it's just <laughs> it's an experience. And for being as short as it is, like I know it's not like so short, but it still is like it leaves you wanting more, man. But how did they get it right, man? Like you know, it's like there's perfect albums out there, and there's only very few. I mean, you know, subjective, of course, but this is a perfect album, man. Like, I know we're not even done yet. I know we got a couple songs, left, but this is an absolutely perfect album. Yeah, yeah I mean, we go to no surprise, mm-hmm. uh, which I think this song is an homage to live music. It's, okay, it's sort of my like interpretation of it from okay. the lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, do you want to read off the lyrics? Because yeah. it's it's a short song. Super. It's a uh, look around. Is it windows or a mirror that you're looking out? 
underground. We're swinging and we're missing with the lights off. And though it comes as no surprise to me, if you don't want to look inside of me, you really got to see it, live it to get it. You really got to see it, live. You never feel it till you life. die from it. Life. You never feel it till you die from it. You never really feel it till you. And it's like that. Yeah, man, that's that's beautiful, man. Jesus Christ. Also, the person singing it is a bassist. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He also sang that song at the concert. Okay. And he really gets the crowd into it and stuff because, and the reason why I think this song is kind of like an homage to live music mm -hmm. is in the line where he says, you really got to see, see it live, live to get it. That makes Because when sense. he was saying that at the concert, he was like trying to bring the crowd in and stuff. Mm. And it's like, I, I think it just kind of speaks to this idea of like- Live music. You just don't know until you know. Yeah. And that's <laughs> funny, man. Earlier- um, I was gonna say like this is real if you know you know music you know like it really is and you're right and that's that's a beautiful interpretation of it because man li there's nothing like live music oh, there's yeah. nothing like that like um my, I saw Food and Liquor by Lupe Fiasco in person and he performed every song from beginning to end nice Ex anything except the last part which is just 15 minutes of him sing shouting out people like you know <laughs> yeah you know, that'd be ridiculous <laughs> but even then but man like. I remember I got drunk home one day, right? And Beatrice was there and I was just drunk as fuck. Not like crazy. <laughs> and I go through my videos because I took a video. I, I was with that asshole taking a video of everything because I knew I was going <laughs> to listen to it again. And I get home and I'm just staring at my phone like three inches away from my face. <laughs> and I'm watching every single song he performed. And I was just so happy. <laughs> I was just so, bro, it was, that was the best hip hop concert I've seen ever nice like ever man it was so i haven't seen jake Cole and stuff i see other people and everything but but lupe fiasco is a god and <laughs> i promise you we'll do his albums in the future but now that to me was a special moment like i wish i could relive my, my, my boy threw his um his cards on stage because like, he makes music i told you right yeah and lupe fiasco was like what the fuck but then he, he was like i'm gonna see your shit like he just was kind to him he didn't hear him like do he was pretending to go off stage but then he came back on stage but i know that's like an iffy thing to do to an artist so obviously you don't want to throw shit on stage but man lupe fiasco put on a fucking show man <laughs> lupe, a food and i mean to sing a whole album man he's got lungs yeah bro hell yeah bro hell yeah. and then i'm gonna go see joy badass do 1999 which is also a tremendous album uh, probably one of the best album like hot rip rap hip hop albums of the decade or like whatever it's so good of this decade of this decade and last decade bro okay. I, think, I think it came out this decade but i would say it's interchangeable like it's so classic and new at the same time everything else he's done is like whatever to me but i'm gonna see him perform that soon and his new album and i'm fucking excited man nice yeah i fucking love these motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah but uh last song lonely the desires lonely desires with a z with a Z because they're edgy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, you know, it's a great outro. Yeah. Um, can you read me the first lines of the song? Yeah. Uh, I'll read you the both of them just because it's extremely short. It says, not on strings anymore. It's these things that I live for. Lonely desires. Not machine anymore. It's these dreams that I live for. My lonely desires. Lonely desires. Lonely desires. Go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go on. Yeah, man. Yeah, I... I, I don't know. There's something a way there's something about the way that it's sung, like yeah, not on strings anymore. Like it, it feels like such a release yeah. where it's kind of like especially with this being the last song, it's yeah. kind of like that's it. I'm yeah. free. Um oh man. And, and I, I, I think I think it does such a great job of just the way the music dies out. Yeah. But you still hear the glow. Yeah, man. It it gives me the vibes of um uh, this is this is I, I'm 
the reason I get to mention so many artists is because again, like this music is so good that it evokes other artistry in me, and we've covered the Beatles. But like in the beginning of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heartless Band, where he's like, uh, "You're such a lovely audience, we like to take you home with us, we like to take you home." Like to me, this is like that's not like blues was almost, <laughs> but to me, this is like that. Like just it's like that's the beginning of the album, but this is more like I'm sorry, but it's over. But you know, like. It's just, it's still here. You know what I'm trying to say? It was an experience that you had and could always replay the album. <laughs> you could always replay the album. But it's, it's a soothing outro to things, you know? Yeah. It, I, I think especially with the way that the music dies in and comes back, yeah. like dies out and comes back in is, is a real teller of like, yeah, it's time to like. Yeah, man. Tone it down. It's time <laughs> to may, maybe listen to some Lord or something. <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> Maybe chill out for a minute. Or we some crime and punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that book. <laughs> that ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's man. fucking glow on. Man, uh, again, I, I know I've said it many, many a times here. I, I really was not trying to say anything before because I wanted to say it now. But man, really, like, thank you for showing me this album <laughs> because this is like the one of the best. Al- I think this might be the best album I heard this year, new wise. Nice. Like swear. And I've been listening to like a couple of new music and stuff. I didn't like Kendrick's new stuff that much. I don't know. That's okay. A, yeah, that's like, a, like I almost wanted to do it for the album for whatever. And mm-hmm. I heard it and I was like, this is not as great. I know what we're going to do. Uh, this is speaking in the future, but bro, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy music out there. <laughs> but Turnstile, uh, Glow On, definitely the best album I heard this year. I know it came out last year, but this best album I've heard this year and, and has to be in the area of some of the best music I've heard in my life. Nice. Seriously, man. It's it's so good. Why is a number calling me right now? Should I pick up live? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you have cancer. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nah, it's okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Nah, no. we're jokes. Joke, uh, yeah, you know us. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's a really good fucking album. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I was really happy to to bring this album to the table. Nice. You know, even though this album came out last year, it feels like it came out this year. Yeah, no, like, it does. It does. You know, it it came out in December, mm-hmm. came, like late December. Okay, so might as well have come out this year. They're smart for it, man, because again, in the range of it, it's just there's something for everybody here. You know, there really is something for everybody here, and. And it's fucking impressive as shit, man. Yeah, I mean, another thing I noticed, I think mm-hmm. this is the thing I forgot. Oh, oh nice. But I'm making forget the name. <laughs> What's up? But um, mm-hmm. on Spotify, like, you know how it'll show their top five songs yeah. of like any artist and it'll show how many listens? All from Glow On. Have to be, right? All from Glow On. And you know it's a special thing when that happens with an artist, you know? Like, this is their fourth album. Yeah, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I listened to Time and Space, uh, yeah. their third one. Pretty fucking good. I, I gotta check out the road shit, man. If this is the, pre- I mean, of course, this is the new one that made them like spike up in popularity, I guess, to to non like fans that were already existent. But man, come on, man, these guys are obviously talented, you know. And <laughs> and the only time I remember seeing that is um the weekend, and, and you know his old old stuff is my favorite, like his old like mixtapes and like okay. you know then like now he just makes the same music over and over again. Everybody's like, oh my god, he's so good. And he's really just doing the same shit all over. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's just. It's, the facts <laughs> but um well when his album came out the one before this disgusting album cover he had of him looking old <laughs> it was just his whole list was just every song on his new album was the top five and that's a lot to say when it, especially when it's a weekend a huge artist and everything yeah so but yeah man but I, I mean good for that really good for them you know like in terms of just you know going far success and all that stuff and, and yeah man 
I mean, we've done it. Yeah, fuck it, we did it, I, bro. I, I forgot to even mention, but we're at episode 21. That's our, crazy. Our baby's old enough to drink. Oh, let's go. And then we had a beer today, which is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> About to get some tacos and shit afterwards and shit. <laughs> crazy, man. So many, oh, many man. more. What's up? There's this really fucking funny video uh-huh. uh, where where um it's an animated video where um Joker is uh <laughs> doing his next diabolical plan against Batman. Okay. Batman shows up and Joker's like, oh, you see this girl on the television here. <laughs> And it's just some girl like reading a book or something. She's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, oh, I've been talking to this girl for quite a while now. And Batman's like, I don't, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> okay. And Joker's like, oh yeah, we've been talking on the internet. We've become quite close friends. Ezra Miller. And, <laughs> and Batman's like, I don't, I really don't like where this is going. And Joker's like, and you see that timer above yeah. the television. Mm-hmm. Once the clock hits oh, midnight. Nah. <laughs> Oh, young little Nancy no, will be sexy. <laughs> Super Ezra Miller. <laughs> Ezra Miller, opposite Josh Duggar, opposite. <laughs> I like that though, because you completely are like, oh. And Batman's like, this is, this is, what are you doing? Can you go back to like killing people? Can you like, like no, go no, back no. to doing other crimes? <laughs> It's the funniest fucking shit. I gotta see that shit, bro. It's <laughs> fucking hey, bad red. Our show's sexy now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Come at us. <laughs> Sponsored by uh Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. <laughs> and uh Pure Life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So what do we do today, Harvey? We talked about the earth. What's in our mind? And this is why it matters. This is Earth Mind Matter. My cheeks hurt from fucking laughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good ass episode. Good morning, good evening, good night. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.